Jack? I can hear you. All right. Cool. Oh, yeah, you're good and loud, too. All right, good. There you go. Good. Uh, I'm always worried you're, like, not quite as loud. You know, I think it is, too. I think sometimes, like, I, I, I'll i move to the side. Yeah. The mic will be like this. Yeah, you do, you do that a lot. I do that a lot. You do that yeah. so much. Yeah. And I try to always, like, gently... No, you man, you got you got to be fucking. I try right to in. be like. No, you got to you got to be like. Uh, Mike, put that. I don't want to do that Rogan thing. I was like, it's best if it's a fist from your face, right? Yeah, exactly. I don't want to do that shit. No, you can do it, man. Uh, we do at backside attack. At Vic Save. I should do that though. You should. You should be, we're um we're seasoned veterans now. We are seasoned veterans, and yeah. being seasoned veterans, having a following and having people who listen to us online, they're probably wondering where our last few episodes were. Yeah, you wanna, got pulled. Yeah, you want to you want to go? <laughs> for, you want to deep dive into that? Yeah. So um, I've been using certain free music because i mean like for me it's just one of those things where i get i grab as much free shit as i can mm-hmm. and i use that to sample in and make our music for the show anything that's in public domain everything is public domain yeah, yeah so i use it like the youtube stuff but the problem is i think what happened was um that's i always say that's a thing when somebody's gonna feed you bullshit so what happened was yeah but in this case what actually happened was i think i used music that other people were already using in productions that are way more popular than ours. Oh, okay. So when I put our stuff out there with that music in it, YouTube just like immediately flagged it as like, ah, you're ripping them off. And then now uh, they pulled a shit. So we're going to upload a bunch of stuff now mm-hmm. and we're going to tag this in the beginning of it so people hear that. Yeah. So if you're listening to this episode and think, I think I've heard that one before, you probably have. Is it, uh, so you're just going to be changing the, so we'll be changing the music? Yeah, I'm just going to put original, some original stuff in there, oh, okay, like yeah. original, original stuff that I've kind of been doing myself. Rather than using like easy peasy like uh, hooks from yeah. from anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening to this thinking I've heard this before, or you're listening to this intro, mm-hmm. then you've probably maybe have heard this before. Exactly. Yes. And uh, now you're just, you're hearing a re-upload. You can double dip. That's you okay. can double dip, man. Yeah. And thanks, uh, it gives us a little bit more uh, content mm-hmm. uh, out in the world for you to dip your dip your dick into. Yeah. No, don't do that. That's gross. Put your fingers in there. <laughs> Try a toe first. Yeah. You should never dip your dick in the water first. Put your toe in the water first. Well, there's piranhas in there. Yeah, there's that. Have you seen that that thing in Japan where people hold have on a-, a second? We're gonna make that in the next episode. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's the end of this part. Oh yeah, so that's enjoy right. this coming episode that you maybe have already yeah, heard right. before. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And uh, let's do like a, I don't know, a clap sync, a five count, something like that. Three, two, one. At backside attack. At Vic save. I have come to the uh, conclusion, the realization. I guess the what's the word? The the resolution when you when you resolve something with yourself. Mm-hmm. Is that what the word is? It's uh, a word for it. Is it? It is now. It's um. I have made peace with my belief or, or my my disbelief. I've, I've I've come to the conclusion that exactly. Yeah, I've come to the conclusion that uh, there are more idiots in the world in general than I previously allowed myself to believe there were. Oh yeah, there's uh. I was giving the world too much credit. You think is I I know I agree with you because yeah. I I would say that there's um. Usually the, the when you what you see on TV is you see that that's just a fringe. Yeah. Uh no that's no, no that's that's a sample population of a, it, of, a, of a of a much larger uh, issue. Yeah, it, that's just a sample of like a much bigger uh, much bigger population. A much bigger population of morons. Yeah. I always I was always one of those guys who's like you know what there's like ten percent of the population is is stupid. Ten percent of the population is just just not sharp. Mm-hmm. And uh, I let that go, and I thought to myself, well it makes sense, right? If you got thirty million people in Canada, ten percent. That's like 300. That's a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. Or 3 million. That's a lot of people in the world. In, in your country. And you're going to yeah. bounce bump into some stupid idiot somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I think it's the number is closer to 50% than zero. Like yeah. it's it's like well over 25%. Oh, yeah. I know. I, I agree with that. Like there's just so many stupid people out there. So many dummies out there. Uh, a big one for me, the realization for me came. Mm-hmm. And it happens all the time, right? When you read the news or you read whatever. There's not, they're not even clickbaity articles anymore. But the one that was recent to me was that PS5 reveal. Mm-hmm. 
PS5 has been revealed. Yeah. Beautiful little machine, whatever it is. It's uh got that kind of like V shape to it, and it's just like it's just like a like a monolithic, cool sculpture kind of a thing, right? Yeah. But uh, people seem to think that the uh, the uh, the people who presented it, like the Twitterverse, seems to think the presenters were all CG people. That everybody who was part of the presentation, they're all CG, right? Like Uncanny Valley, man, Uncanny Valley. Look at these people; they're all fake. Oh God! Like they're not fake, you dummy. They're all on Skype, and the resolution's really bad. Like, do you guys not understand what's happening in the world? These are oh, not real yeah, people walking yeah, on stage. That, that is a very, uh, like, there's dumber people than that even. Oh, yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. Like, if you take a look at that, like, like people will, will believe what they want to believe. Yeah. And they'll, they'll believe what, what they want to see, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, I'll, uh, yeah. That, that, that has to be. Uh, um, this is real. Yeah, that, that's, that's real. That, that has to be real. Or um, that looks so fake. The earth is flat. I'm like, there's, like, if you take that all, into, if you take that all, if you, if you, if you add all that up, there's mm-hmm. a lot of, like, Stupid, misinformed, uh, um, uneducated. Uh, the sample size is bigger. It, it's so big. The it's sample bigger size than people is bigger. Realize. It's yeah, way bigger than they realize. There's so many stupid people out there. We always joke about the let me Google that for you people. Mm-hmm. We always joke about like, you know, right now we see like the, the two two sides of society. Like one refuses to believe the other. Yeah. In the weirdest way, not even believe the other. One refuses to acknowledge the existence or the ability for the other to exist mm-hmm. like like themselves. Yeah. You've got these uncanny valley people. You've got people who don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the flat earthers who yeah. are just like, I don't know. Like That's what I mean, the people who don't know. There's ones like, I don't know. Do you know? Do you know the theory of the earth is round? Have you been around the world? Yeah. The, those people, they're weird. Oh, yeah. Have you have you flown in, air, flown in an airplane? Have you looked out the window? Yeah. Have you looked out the window? Because oh. you see a curvature, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> have you Have you been outside? The, have you been in the air more than your jumping height? Yeah. Like, have you ever done that before? Have you, have, you, have you taken, like, some serious time even, to go in, in the air? Even in a airplane? tall building. Even in an extremely tall building. <laughs> if you go to New York and you stand on the, on the uh, what was that, the, the place, the tall building, the Empire State? Yeah, go yeah. To Empire, yeah or go to, go to Sears Tower. Uh, you'll, see, you'll see the curvature of the earth. You'll see the curvature. I remember years and years ago when you could sit out in the field at, uh, by Ellerslie, mm-hmm. on the other side of Ellerslie Road here. Yeah. I mean, there was nothing but farm fields out there. And if you sat in the field where we used to play soccer and just look out, mm-hmm. I swear to God, man, you can see the curvature of the earth. Like when you're on the ground looking out, you're like, I think I see the curve. Oh, no. You can see it even like uh, on um, – uh, like if you see like uh, on a long stretch of road. Mm-hmm. Uh, you like, definitely feel it. Saskatchewan. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll see it. Like you'll see the curvature. You, you can actually see the curvature of the earth as well. But like you – like those people who think the earth is flat mm-hmm. – uh, you don't even give it. You don't even acknowledge it. You're just like, ah, oh, whatever. Shut up. It's weird, man. You're Those like, people you, are like, so. You're bonkers. just like a, like you, you, either you, 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 you probably flunk science and, uh, uh, and you, you, you didn't like you're you're so cons- you're so consumed in like your own opinion. Mm-hmm. That you're not willing to like you know why does everybody else believe? Why does the majority think that the Earth is is round? Why do, why do people think that? Yeah. Like, uh, am I wrong? Oh, they they can't they can't, they can't, they can't accept that. Yeah. Yeah. So. They don't even get to that point. No. To them, it's what they've been told by their parents and what they've been told by their church or their whatever their church is. It doesn't have to be a religious religious institution. Their mm-hmm. church should be a collective of people who are like them, who think alike. Yeah. Those, whatever they've learned in that group is all they'll ever be willing to believe. Mm-hmm. They can't go past that. Their, their brain won't let them go past that. And no, if you get to an argument that like they can't like uh, qualify based on what their previous beliefs are. No, because they're they're just too afraid to get out of their comfort zone. Exactly. So. And they'll even tell you, it's like, well, this is what I believe, and that's the way it is. And yeah, stop there. Yeah, because they feel safe there. They're like, anything. Exactly. If anyone cracks my bubble, then I'm gonna, then you know, then their anxiety goes up, and then yeah. they won't be able to function in society. And I'm like, I'm like, no, you just uh, why can't you just think for yourself? It's so odd. I've always so. been kind of like uh, kind of somewhat fascinated by the because I mean we worked in industries where we dealt with a lot of idiots. 
people who refuse to believe that they can't do something that's against said rules mm-hmm. or whatever, right? Yeah. Or um, that people so who, yeah, or just they have this idea in their head. It's like they're they're infallible somehow, or in their their concept of how they're gonna move through the world will never be, um, it'll it'll never be judged or never be called into question. Like what you're doing is maybe wrong. Do you think maybe what you're doing is wrong? Because like everything they do is clearly right. And they're just so bullheaded about it. Like, no, this is right. This is the way it is. Yeah, this is how I do things. Yeah, because like, the thing is, like, they're yo. Know, that's thing. That's the thing. They're so bullheaded. But like, yeah. people don't understand. Like, when you're uh, every time you're wrong, mm-hmm. is a is a chance for improvement. Exactly. That's how you, failing is a part of learning. It's an opportunity to yeah. learn. Yeah, something. It's, it's like you know, like I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Earth spins around the sun. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's oh, you mean it's not it's not a flat disc flying in the. Uh, if it was flat, I mean, Earth would just be a flat disc, just yeah. like that. Just like what's on the edge? But how come, like, the people at the end, if it's flat, how come we don't fall off? Yeah, how come we don't fall off the edges then? Well, to them, it's an illusion, right? Like, if you get to the edge, the illusion of you going around it is what keeps you on it. That is, it's so weird. Like, that I, is so dumb. I was uh, a couple of years ago, maybe three years ago, uh-huh. they had that flat Earth conference here, and me and Dan were going to go. This is right before you got on here full time. Yeah, and uh, me and Dan were ready to go down to that thing. We're like, oh, let's go check it out, man. We'll go see what it is. So I started reading about all these guys. I kind of got to the conclusion. Uh, I kind of came to the conclusion that the guy who was putting it on was a fraud. Oh, yeah. Like he was, he knows the earth is round. Mm-hmm. But it's, it almost felt like maybe he said something one day and it just caught steam in his community. Like maybe he read a Flat Earth article and he said something to somebody and somebody's like, you know what? I'd go. Yeah, yeah I'd fucking go to that in a heartbeat. Oh, man, I'll follow Bro. you. Yeah, I'll, I'll literally follow you to the ends of the earth. I'll follow you to the edge of our round, circular yeah. disc world. Yeah. And it was, he's just like, well, how much oh, do you pay you know to what? go there? Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. And these people will pay to come see me? They'll pay? Like, yeah. And the next thing you know, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm the new uh, L. Ron Hubbard. I'm the new L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah. Is it is L. Ron Hubbard, not L. Ron. I wonder, L. Ron. Didn't huh. I? Uh, yeah, L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah, it's L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah, isn't that what I said? Yeah, no, that's that is what you said. Yeah, okay. But like L. Rond and L. Ron. L. Rond. Do you think he uh, he engineered that on purpose? Maybe he's like Larry Ronson Hubbard. <laughs> no. Yeah, like maybe I'll uh, I'll just call myself L. Ron. Does Tom Cruise still follow that shit? Oh uh, yeah, dude. Tom still, Cruise is he still hardcore. Hardcore. Tom Cruise will never leave. That's what that whole the last ish season of that uh that Leah Remini show was. Yeah. She was talking about how like if he wanted to, he could he could bring the entire thing down just by walking out. Mm-hmm. And no one's gonna question him. Like I mean if 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 Tom Cruise leaves Scientology. Yeah. And then that uh, nut job, Miss Cavage, if mm-hmm. he's like because uh, he's nuts, man. If yes. he's like, you know what, I'm I'm going after him with all the guns of Scientology. Mm-hmm. Well Tom Cruise is too big to fail. No, you can't no one no one will uh, if he leaves, everyone's gonna be so happy that he left. He'll no, get more no, work. Yeah, no one's yeah, no <laughs> one's gonna care about what dirt they have on him or whatever. No, They're like, who cares? But like, they must have some. Like, could you imagine what they've got on that guy? Like, what what could they possibly have on him? Like, what's the worst thing? Is he gay? Who cares? No, but the worst thing they could have on him is that, uh, which the worst thing you could have on someone is that if they 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 murdered someone, they killed someone. That would right? be it. And the, the odds of that being true are like zero. So what could it possibly be? Well, that was kind of like the first season of Ray Donovan, right? I don't know if you ever got into that show, but the first season of Ray Donovan is basically a Tom Cruise character. Like it's it's essentially Tom Cruise. Is he the guy who played for the Saints? What's that? Ray Donovan? Who's that? No, Ray Donovan's that. Uh, it was on Showtime. It's uh, Leo Schreiber. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he yeah, plays yeah. the sorry, fixer, sorry. the Hollywood fixer. Yeah. The sorry. first season is essentially um, a Tom Cruise-ish kind of a thing, except he's not in Scientology. He's just got this secret, mm-hmm. and they're just trying to break down what is it? What's going to bring this guy down? And it's the the Boston mob and Donovan's father may have been involved in this conspiracy, 
to uh to keep this guy's secret coming out. Mm. And as it keeps on going, it goes on. Spoiler alert: just just like pause or, or mute for five seconds. Turns out he killed somebody, mm-hmm. and he's involved in this uh this conspiracy to cover that up because it was all based on something Ray Donovan's father did that made him do it. Oh, okay. And um, if Tom Cruise, for whatever reason, let's just say Tom Cruise killed somebody, don't you think he'd probably be able to spin that? I did it in self-defense, man. They they made me think I killed somebody. Yeah. Like Scientology, they they wrote, they had their own police force come in there. They had all their own people because they have like a Vatican-style little mini army. Yeah, I don't know. I think the uh, with with Scientology, it's a matter of a. Um, I, th- I think that the fact that Tom Cruise just like came from like very little, and yeah. th- he felt like that if I wouldn't have been where I am because of Scientology, because mm-hmm. of like the tenets of it, and it's made it's made me pretty much. Un- invincible basically and I'm not scared of anything yeah and it's all because of, he's probably like I, I contribute all that to, to Scientology yeah, yeah, yeah so he feels like he, maybe he owes him something maybe man I mean but when you look back at uh, was it was it Thomas Howell see Thomas Howell or somebody talked about him on the set of The Outsiders mm-hmm. and like this guy showed up and like demanded his own dressing room that's before Scientology mm-hmm. he just he's like Tom Cruise walked up and he's a movie star right away and we all were like that guy's a movie star yeah he wanted to do the black the backflip Mm-hmm. It's like Tom Cruise will do a backflip. Yep. They're like, no, we don't think you need to. He's like, no, I'm, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why? Well, it'll be something I do that everybody's going to talk about. Like Tom Cruise is the guy who in the poster is pumping his biceps. Yeah. The guy's doing push-ups to make sure his arms look beefed the entire time. Mm-hmm. The rest of them are acting like kids. Yeah. And Tom Cruise is kind of like a little bit weird. But that's what Patrick that, Swayze. Yeah, exactly. But that, that's what you got to do. That's what you got to do, right? Yeah, if you want, if you want to make it, uh, you got to stand out. That's what you got to. You got to so, stand out. I, I respect that. I totally respect that. And mm-hmm. I think that guy. Probably could have gone pretty far even without Seinfeld. Oh, I have, I have, I have no doubt. But somehow that. he got in. Like Seinfeld, right? Seinfeld's like, I almost got in, mm-hmm. but I didn't. Yeah. I mean, like in the 80s, we were talking about it, and then I walked away because it was weird. Did Travolta get Cruz? Oh, it? no. It was somebody uh, Cruz dated. I can't remember who it was, but somebody he dated. Another oh, actress, I think. Yeah, what's her name? Uh... Yeah, we'll uh, we'll look that up. But somebody he was dating got him into it. Was it Mimi... Oh, maybe Mimi Rogers? Mimi Rogers, yeah. yeah. maybe she got him in, That's right? who it was, yeah. Uh, at least, like, without us really looking it up, I think we're both right. We could be right. Yeah. I think we're both right. Mm-hmm. Um, she got him in, and then after that, he was in. But he was, this is, like, the like mid to late 80s. Yeah. So this is Rain Man era. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise gets into Scientology. So, I mean, he's already pretty big. Top. I don't think he was a Scientologist during Top Gun. No. So he's already so. huge, right? So what does he, like, what? They, they must have seen him do something. Who knows? He killed a hobo. Yeah. He killed a hobo that they planted in the road, and he ran over him. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, uh, we, uh, but t- Tom Cruise is like, is still like, you know, he's he's still a likable guy. Like, I'm sure, sure, if I met him, I'll be like, like, he, like we, we talked about before, he makes you feel like you're a million, like he makes you feel like a million bucks. He, makes, he makes you feel good. Yeah, like he's not. <laughs> he, I, I don't think he, I don't think he's arrogant. Uh, no, he's just, I, I don't think so at all. He just yeah, he loves what he does. Yeah, and he's uh, at what he at, particularly at what he does, he's yeah. the best. If he weren't in Scientology or the most like uh, prolific Scientologist outside of the guys who run the show mm-hmm. I think people would look at him the same way that we all think Keanu Reeves is or we've all been told Keanu Reeves is yeah we all know like from all accounts everybody who ever talks about the guy or ever has dealt with the guy is like Keanu Reeves is the fucking man mm-hmm. nicest guy in Hollywood right and uh, I think yeah it would be one of those things where it's like Tom Cruise is that guy yeah he is that guy he just has this uh, he's just a, he's just attached to something that a lot of us a lot most people are just like Man, like, why do you do that? But, why do you do that? But at the same time, there? it's like, like well, that's his thing. Yeah, right? I mean, and it's odd. Like, nobody seems to shit on, 
like other hardcore religions. Like when you find out somebody's a hardcore Catholic, mm-hmm. like everybody knew Mel Gibson was like a hardcore Catholic. Yeah, and nobody really raft or riffed on him until he went uh, on that went rant. The, on that on the, the, on, the vo- on the voicemail rant. <laughs> the voicemail rant and the anti-Semitic rant in the street, right? Yeah. Uh... I mean, those two things were what we what we look at and be like, "Whoa, this yeah. guy is a this guy's a psychopath." He, he is, uh, and we had that. Remember, our th- three years ago, we had that pod. We had that podcast about uh, about Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. You can go back and yeah. uh, check that watch out. Watch it in the archives. Yeah, all in one place now. The BSFW podcast, yes. all in one location. Yeah, we were trying to convince uh, Raji that uh, he that he is a racist. <laughs> yes, I guess no. We weren't convincing him. It was just that was the argument. The argument is we yeah. were we were playing the uh, the devil's advocate side. Yes, saying that there's a very high likelihood that if you look at all the evidence, that you can't say that he's not. Yeah, but then it's but then again, like, not a race, but like more like yeah, well, racist. Yeah, but more more in the sense of that he's anti-Semitic. He's anti-Semitic. Yeah. So he definitely has like a a, pers- a, a I guess like a. A perspective towards a certain group of people yeah, is extremely bigoted. Yeah, it, and it's ingrained. It's not yeah. because of something happened and all of a sudden he's like, oh, screw these. No, he's it's ingrained. Yeah, he's got beliefs. Yeah, so. <laughs> Strong, deep-held beliefs. Yeah, so um, not to take away from like what he's done like in the past and uh, I still think he, he might be the greatest actor of our generation. Yeah, he's he's definitely up there. So, because he can, he's, he's so, he can do it all. But he can uh, act, write, direct. Yeah, do action. He can do everything. Uh, so and range, right? Yeah, like from Lethal Weapon to um, Passion of the Christ. Yeah, to Apocalypto. To what? What men are thinking? To <laughs> what? What women? Or what, what women, women want? are think? Or women want? Or whatever the hell? Like, <laughs> Who whatever cares? the fuck. No, you were right not to know. Yeah, I'm wrong to know. Yeah, so it was terribly. Put pantyhose on that movie. It was weird. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's uh, that whole thing with um, uh. Uh, with Mel Gibson is just uh, well, it's messy. It's messy, but Tom Cruise is uh, he's not hurting anybody. Uh, he's not hurting he's anybody. Make, he's making like you know f- supremely entertaining movies because he just wants to entertain people. That's his thing. He's like he's the the North American version of of Jackie Chan. That real? Oh man, no, you're bang on. Yeah, he is North America's Jackie Chan. What Jackie Chan was to China in the seventies, eighties, and nineties. Yeah, Tom Cruise is to North America. Yeah, in the nineties and two thousands. Yeah, I was, I was watching that uh, that movie. Um, uh. Not food truck. Uh, what's that movie called? With Jackie Chan, he fights. Um, what's his face? Benny the Jet. Is that Rumble in the Bronx? No. Um, Operation Condor. No, it's it, no, it's um, what's it called? Uh, uh, Benny the Jet Urdkes. Yeah. He, uh, um, yeah, you know that where he where Benny Jet does that kick and he that that reverse that that spinning kick and he with he that kick he he blows out the candles. Yeah, am I wrong to remember that as Rumble in the Bronx? Uh-huh. Isn't that the scene when he's got the homeless kids, like the all, like he, they're all good guys? He's like, "You all garbage." No, Is that no. not the scene? No, no, it's uh. Oh, I'm mishmashing a bunch of movies. This, uh, th- I'm sorry, I have to figure this. Yeah, out. No, you got to do it. I, uh, I, you probably better to go like Benny the Jet IMDb and see what he's done, than go through all the Jackie Chan IMDb. That's a lot. I mean, but Jackie Chan, I would say. Because uh, I mean, it's basically the same stunt, right? The Who Am I stunt and the Lethal Weapon or Mission Impossible three stunt are are i think where they kind of converge wheels on meals wheels on meals you're right the food truck movie. yeah yeah wheels on meals meals on wheels on meals wheels on on meals yeah it wasn't meals on wheels it was wheels on meals wheels on meals yeah Yeah. and that that fight scene is uh it's crazy it's incredible yeah okay that's good Mm -hmm. but i'm gonna see your benny the jet fight i'm gonna raise you jackie chan versus the two guys on the rooftop and who am i 
Oh, yeah. No, that, no, that, that fight is better. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. And it's got that scene. Man, I still, I, I emulate that one scene um, as, a, as a creator, not as a martial artist. Mm-hmm. But as a creator, as one, that one moment when the camera kind of moves, when that guy does the kick and then Jackie Chan's jacket goes. Yeah. And just the way the camera moves around both of them, the background is moving, the foreground is moving. It felt like Contra. Like, oh, I'm yeah. in Contra when the sky would move, the ground mm-hmm. moves, and you're running. Oh, yeah. Ah, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Or that one where, like, uh, where he's fighting in that mall. Um, yes, and he jumps from that top roof, and he went on that pole, and he yeah, was, yeah. and he gets electrocuted. It's incredible. It's, I mean, not the character Jackie Chan got electrocuted. Jackie Chan got and and, and he kept going. <laughs> yeah, keeps going. Yeah, and he did, and he shot that scene over and over again until he got it right. <laughs> and uh, it was incredible. I, I was like watching it. I'm like, holy shit! Like, and then he and he continues, oh and, like, even like even up to that point, and after it, yeah. He's been living shit out of guys. Like, there's a scene where like he gets punched in the face, and he uh, his face just gets it, it just swings by into him into uh into glass, and yeah. it breaks the glass, and you can see the cut on his face. It's it's, re- it's, it's real. all real. It's all real. And when those guys are taking hits, everything from up to Ip Man, like all those, those Japanese, sorry, those Chinese uh, actors. Oh yeah, those uh the guys in the background, the stunt crew, the stunt crew, all they're, of them. They're taking hits. They are the hardest working film team. Yeah, in the those are history badass cinema. fucking guys. They are badass guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why like Bruce Lee was so buddy buddy. Those guys. I mean, there's a real respect. Being a guy who understood the stunt work and choreographed for those guys, mm-hmm. like there was a real amount of respect, mutual respect from both, like you know, for from the stunt crew to Bruce Lee and Bruce Lee the stunt crew, mm-hmm. which I think is why like he's so revered when it comes to like people in that in in martial arts and stunt work and action movies. Oh yeah, like there was the, even um I was talking and Jackie Chan too, right? I mean, oh Jackie yeah, Chan yeah, as well. Yeah. He I mean, he was part of those guys. Yeah, there's um because uh, Jackie Chan was part of that. He studied in that uh, that ballet or the opera King Opera House. Yeah, yeah. and with um, Samuel his, Hung. Samuel Hung, right? Yeah. So they learned how to do that. Uh, that's why it looks so like artistic when they do it. That's beautiful. Yeah, and um, I, I I found that out because there was a recent video on like uh, how certain actors they sh- they show you how like um, these shots were done in real life. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they they like if they're like a real martial artist will look will like will critique like certain action uh, martial yep. arts movies. They'll I know like, what you're yeah, talking this about. How it's done. There was one by uh, Scott Atkins. Oh, he did one. He was did it one, one of those Vanity Fair ones? Yeah. Where they, they break down the scenes they from certain the, movies? Yeah, and he, he, and he does one with Ip Man. Mm-hmm. And uh, he talks about like how uh, like he, he breaks it down. He's like, okay, this uh, this kick is doing this. And yeah. uh, he talked about like the, the Bourne Ultimatum when he was fighting Matt Damon. and uh, Unreal. Yeah, he's like... He goes, I haven't seen him, but man, that'd crazy. be something. Yeah, he's like, Matt Damon, he's like, that, that guy knows what he's doing. If, if people don't know who we're talking about, Scott Adkins is probably the best film genera- film martial artist of our current era. Yeah. In, in right now, talking about maybe the last like 10, 15 years, mm-hmm. um, as far as like Michael J. White goes and Scott Adkins, same breath. Yeah, exactly. Better than Jason Statham. He's the guy who fought Jason Statham in Expendables 2. Yeah. Yeah, in the... the Stupidest fight scene, like a waste of two legit martial artists. Oh yeah, and uh, thrown into a helicopter. Blade. Yeah, exactly. I think um, and that's uh, I was talking to Raji about this. Is that uh, Scott? Of course Atkins, you were. Yeah, Scott Atkins would have exactly. Scott Atkins would have been. I think he would have. He has the look, mm-hmm. uh, and he has like the physique. He would have been a perfect Bruce Wayne. Oh man, what a waste! What a waste of not getting that guy into that role. Yeah, I mean Christian Bale was incredible. The Scott Atkins as a Bruce Wayne. Yeah, he's not that tall. He's only five nine. Mm-hmm. But like the guy's got the like. If you didn't know how tall he was, yeah, you would you would say yeah, it was Bruce Wayne. Oh yeah, he's uh he looks like uh and he kind of looks like Christian Bale. 
because he has that he has a chiseled face. Yeah, I mean he carries the same square features. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like the cut, cut, cut jawline. He would have been, and he looks like that's that's Bruce Wayne. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, and the ability. Yeah, imagine put that guy in a doing all, and no stuntman needed. No stuntman. He is a stuntman. Yeah, um, the guy is. I always thought he was like the uh, like we got Ray Park, and Ray Park was great, and he was great as Darth Maul. And like all the Toad stuff, whatever. <laughs> Toad is a little bit goofy. But yeah. Ray Park is, is really good. Mm-hmm. And then we got Ray Park 2.0, which is Scott Atkins, which mm-hmm. is like all the Ray Park martial arts ability and then some, mm-hmm. but a personality. Yeah. Like a real, like an acting ability. Oh, yeah. Like, he's, man, uh, he's, uh, he's not bad at all. Yeah. I remember he was saying that there was a scene where like he, uh, they were, he was fighting a, a Matt Damon and Matt and, uh, in the in the Born Ultimatum and he, uh, Matt Damon kicked him in the balls by accident. Oh, no. And he went down and he's like, he's like, Oh, and he's like, yeah. Then, but then, like, yeah, he opened his eyes, and Matt da- and like, and he's like, I opened my eyes, and uh, uh, Matt Damon was like, uh, was going through my jacket, but I realized that's not Matt Damon. And he goes, I'm, I'm looking at Jason Bourne doing that, so I had to like, I had to like pretend I was out uh, out again. So I, I, just, I didn't want to like ruin the scene. Oh wow! Yeah. So he took a shot to the can, yeah, and like went down and kept his composure. Yeah, he kept his composure. Like, he woke up and then he went back to sleep and he's like, oh. Oh my God. And he said, yeah, he said, Jason, he said, uh, Matt Damon was so so awesome. He's such a nice guy and uh, he was totally professional. And that he goes, and that guy works at his craft. You know, that's another guy who, when you watch the stuff that he was doing and the making of and the, uh, like the, the Bourne movies in general mm-hmm. and you appreciate him more because this is this is a guy who, yeah, you're right. He appreciates the craft, and he took the time to maybe not become an expert martial artist, obviously. Yeah. But he put the effort in to make it look good. Yeah, and the the, the thing is too is that uh, I guess what um, he was talking about is he also said is that Paul Greengrass. Yeah. He's like, I don't. He's like, I love the guy, but I don't like the way he shoots martial arts. Terrible. In movies, he's like, because you can't see anything. You don't know who's throwing the kick. Yeah, he ruined movies for a long time. Yeah, so I don't. Uh, um, you don't you don't watch like when the when the fighting s- stuff starts. Yeah, it's not like if they if they shot it in film, like where you just see, like in, in like in not in film, sorry. Well, in the frame, in the, the frame, was in the frame. Yeah, exactly. If you shot it in frame, where you could see these guys actually going at it, that's because like like the when Jackie Chan does it, like yeah. you see like uh, you see the technique, you see like oh my god, like and you're well, who's the uh, you know. the guy who does the Scott Atkins um, Boyka and Undisputed Isaac Florentine? Yeah. The best director for action movies that have martial arts fighting in them. Yeah. Maybe ever. Mm-hmm. Maybe next to like, uh, what's his name? Um, the Bruce Lee Enter the Dragon. What's that? The guy's name? Little chubby guy. Oh my God, I'm drawing a blank. I've got his book. His book is over there. He's the dude who directed Enter the Dragon. Oh. Uh... Oh my God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to punch myself in the oh, face I, I later. Actually, you know who else is uh, hmm. Yuan Wu Ping? Yeah, really good. I yeah. mean, that guy again because that's what he does, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what he's known for. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wu Ping is the guy who's gonna—he's gonna have like all that stunt work, all the martial arts, all the wire stuff, like right there in the frame. I wonder if he's coming back for Matrix Four. I don't know, man. Oh my God, could you imagine? I don't know. Jeez. Well, I mean, I think by now, whatever happens in Matrix Four is gonna be tight. Yeah. It's—it's it has to live up to a quality. Oh yeah. And if they can't get him back, if they can't get him to like you know set those those scenes up. Mm-hmm. Then at least they're gonna like emulate it as much as possible. Yeah, I think so too. I think uh, they wouldn't. And Keanu Reeves would. They wouldn't, he said the only reason why he came back is because of the script. Oh yeah, for sure. So, man, I mean, if you got like uh, the what's it called, the Deadpool slash John Wick guys. Oh fuck. Get them in there, man. Yeah. I mean, but these that's that's just it, right? Like the way Paul Greengrass ruined martial arts movies. 
um, or fight scene movies. Mm-hmm. I think now you've got, ever since John Wick especially, mm-hmm. everybody wants to emulate that style and show you everything now. Yeah. And they all want to be, want to be better at it. Yeah, they, they all want to be like, okay, guys, like, uh, that's, John Wick came out of nowhere. Yeah. It's, it's a, it was a, it was a one-off. Mm-hmm. And uh, people just, people are all like, and now that, it's not just Keanu Reeves. It's like that 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 movie may is like made him. Yeah, not made, but but it's like it, catap- well, it, it, it catapulted. It, 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 like you know, you're right though, it, because if you look at Keanu Reeves' career, he's got like a, a rise to fame in the '80s. Yeah, and then he kind of drops off for a little bit, and he's got a rise to fame in the '90s and kind of drops off for a little bit. Yeah, he's got a rise to fame in the 2000s. He drops off for a tiny bit, and then a rise rise to fame in the 2010s. So that was his the yeah. movie that made him for another decade. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, he's. Uh, and but like and they like you said all those past decades mm-hmm. that 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 just like it's it's such a great foundation for him to like just uh, people can just l- can look at his work and just be like yeah this guy's he's unreal he can do like he's his resume his is resume bulletproof is, is bulletproof yeah. and so like uh, and he's still going like yeah. and and he goes a hundred percent every single one of his movies yeah so uh, yeah and when I, I, John Wick four is going to be like I don't know what the hell they're going to do in that movie either so I uh, I haven't seen three yet. Only because I haven't had a chance to really watch it. Three is. Uh, I heard it was just good. Like good. it was just a continuation of two. It's, it was yeah, just, it's just good. It's 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 just bigger yeah. bigger than two. Yeah. Um, my favorite is still. I don't know. I like. Come I, on, man. The I, house number one. That's still out of all the movies I've seen in a long time that involved a real good. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck okay, these people I'll, up. I'll say okay. I'll say this. Okay. Huh. Okay. The, yeah. The house scene in number one yep. is unreal. The 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 shootout in number two. The nightclub. The the nightclub shootout. <laughs> That's really good too. Uh, like, like in the in that big sanctuary they're in with that yeah, big, yeah, yeah. that big uh, outdoor concert and stuff like that. And they're in the, oh that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's actually quite good. Yeah, too. And, and then they're in the and then they're in the catacombs. Yep. And they're shooting there. Like the whole thing is it's like a it's, like it's a, all really good. It's a twenty minute gunfight yeah it's actually quite good yeah so like i, I like that because it kind of reminded me of uh it threw me back to hard-boiled a little bit oh good call yeah, yeah you're right you're bang on i think that's why like uh for me you kind of have to and there are things i'm guilty of as well and i think a lot of people who are in certain professions are guilty of but when you watch how i think rogan or somebody's talking about some navy seal just ripped apart ex- uh, extraction mm-hmm. he's like this is bullshit i'm like yeah but it's not it's a movie man like I can't, I can't show you the boring parts of being a PI in a movie. Because mm-hmm. let me tell you, I did that job. It fucking sucks. It's boring. Yeah, it's 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 dramatized. It's I'm sitting in a car 99.9 percent of the time waiting. Yeah. And the one percent that I'm not, I'm lying about who I am or why I'm there or I'm getting caught somewhere I shouldn't be. But and then I'm yeah, taking a photo. I'm leaving. Yeah. But then again, yeah, like you have to take a look at that that guy's the way he's uh he's he's asked to like he's asked to like t- to break down the movie and be like. But because uh, everything is dramatized. No, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean, though. Yeah. But like, yeah. like we have to we have to walk away from the realistic aspect mm-hmm. and just enjoy them for fun fucking action movies yeah. or the art behind them, mm-hmm. the artistic, the creative flair that's in those movies. Yeah, you could say like you know, okay, that's a little bit dramatized, but like, uh, see, I, I see where they're going with this. Exactly. But uh, uh, even though they have to dramatize the uh, uh, the action, mm-hmm. the guy who's critiquing it, he yeah. has to, he he has to be like, um, okay, you know what? That would never happen. In this, in that situation, this is what would ha- would happen. Yes. So you'd be like, you know what, I that's I, right. But like, okay, you know what? Oh, okay, I did not know that because I'm not a, uh, I'm not a sniper. I'm not like I don't work in these kind of. Uh, I've never done that work before. Yeah. So it's good to have your analysis on exactly. it. Exactly. But uh, keep in mind, this keep is for in fun, mind, right? this is for fun. But you don't have to like you know 
shit all over it. So. Exactly. And that's what I don't like. I don't like when people shit all over it. When guys yeah. are like holier than thou, I was like, that would never fucking happen. That's stupid. Yeah. Operators don't work like that, man. That would never happen. I'm like, look, I don't need you to tell me how it happened. I know your job yeah, is rough and exactly. I know you're a tough guy. The, yeah, the but only, I'm watching this for entertainment value. Yeah. I think the only time I kind of really like liked, liked it when someone said that, regardless of whether it's true <laughs> or not, is uh, when, uh, um, I guess when uh, Elon Musk went to the u.s navy yeah <laughs> but that's real though the way the way he said it yeah was like basically told everybody like all your training and everything yeah. is gonna become irrelevant yeah yeah, yeah. he's like he's like jet planes will <laughs> be will, will be drones all this is stupid yeah he's like this is all and he looked at he's like <laughs> your job he, is on a deathbed he, he, everyone was shocked <laughs> and people were laughing and he looked around like seriously he's like he goes what are you people laughing at he's this like is, i'm not trying to be funny yeah he's like that's that's the, just you know, telling you the truth yeah he's like in 20 years you're like there's gonna be no there's gonna be no need for fighter pilots yeah there, and there is there isn't now oh, like right. really like why do we need you why do we need you yeah there's no uh there's no real need yeah but a kid uh, with an xbox controller in new york is gonna fly a plane around the world yeah there's gonna take off somewhere else in a different part of the world mm-hmm. operate and then land again and he's gonna go eat some lunch with his pals yeah there's uh actually you know what i was thinking um Oh wait! Before I forget, that's what I was, that's the one I was gonna hit on. Is that uh, the kid? The kid from Free Solo, the climber. Mm-hmm. His breakdowns of climbing is actually really good. Beautiful. Yeah, when he does that Vanity Fair one, he yeah. doesn't shit on anything, even no. though they're so crazy. He's oh, like, yeah. "That's boss, man. That's yeah. cool." I know. Oh damn, the way he's holding it, the way he's doing it, that's realistic. Like, the rest of it's not. Remember, but that's cool. Yeah, remember Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible Two? I'm telling you, man. Oh my god, that was I I, I can't that was watch, sick. I can't watch that. It was. I mean, I can. I can watch. It I can. Yeah, real. I can watch. I, no, but it, well, it, I mean, what I mean is like, there's no, there's no danger there. No, there's tons of danger in there. Well, he still has a. I mean, if Tom Cruise dies, like he's clearly, he's clearly safe. No, but did you see? Have you seen the actual making of that movie? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much of that I buy. I, I think I, he's safe. I, I, you know what? I I said the same thing. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, because. Yeah, it's it's so hard to tell. Well, look at the plane. Like when he's holding on the side of the plane, right? Now, granted, the plane's in the air. Oh, okay, yeah, a that, bird could hit him. Yeah, okay, that's that's that that plane. But thing he's is, like physically, he's attached to something. He's attached to something. But that that whole rock climbing thing. Yeah, I know, but I still I, don't I, know. I, I I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I I think <laughs> I'm gonna play. My the hope, other side my hope is that he was he, he was attached to something. Uh, like, I I don't yeah. know so much if he's attached to anything, but I think like if he'd fallen, I think there's a contingency to make sure they get him. Now. Their accidents happen. Mm-hmm. Brandon Lee is a great example of that. Yeah. You know, you do everything you can to make sure your actor is safe. And somebody piece, piece, keeps a piece, piece of wadding. Yeah. Like a cardboard chunk. Or like not even a cardboard chunk. It's like a cloth piece inside the gun. Yeah. And that projectile hits him, right? Yeah. And it has the ability to kill him. Since you're getting shot in the stomach by a twenty two. Mm-hmm. So things can happen. Yeah. But I think ultimately, like, the, the idea is that, look, if he falls, mm-hmm. I mean, like... David Miscavige is going to fucking have our heads. <laughs> so do us a favor mm-hmm. and make sure, like, you know, praise be to Elrond that he doesn't fall and die. Yeah, because there, there was a lot of moments in uh, Mission Impossible 2 where John Woo was like, he was so scared. He's like, <laughs> yeah. it's not even just that that scene in the opening. It was like when Tom Cruise was having that that knife that was in his, that was close to his eye. That was real. That was a real scene. Yeah. yeah. I, I do. That's one that kind of, like, gives me the cringies. I know. I'm like, oh, my God. I got cringy on that scene the way I do when I see a, uh, a wrestler who's already had a surgically repaired neck yeah. fall out of the ring and land weird in his head. Mm-hmm. So, like, it'll be great for drama if he, like, almost hurts his neck. Mm-hmm. But, like, all I need is Kurt Angle 
to slip one time and land funny, and he's back on the drugs, man. Yeah. And that guy's back in a hospital and maybe a quadriplegic. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know his neck has been hurt. This is a guy who look has the, a... Yeah, look at the thickness of his neck. <laughs> look at the smallness of his arms. Like, yeah. he's all weird, right? I don't need him to prove to me that he's tough. Let him. He's earned it. Mm-hmm. Let him not take a head oh, yeah. on the uh, on the pavement. Yeah, I don't need it. And that's that Tom Cruise I think to me. I'm like, I don't, I don't need this. Yeah, I, you know, what I was thinking. Uh, uh, we were talking about uh, um, uh, flying. Is that uh, there's uh, I was thinking about like uh, because when you brought up the PlayStation Five, is that uh, um, I was thinking about like which one I'm gonna get, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm leaning towards the PS Five. But uh, I want to get that new uh, Xbox is because of, uh, have you seen that Microsoft Flight Simulator? It's back. It's unreal. It's beautiful. It's like one of the best looking games I've ever seen. You were talking about it and I wanted to go look at it. Mm-hmm. It was one of the last things I did on the YouTube with my VR. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, like, yeah, it doesn't look great. But still, like when you look at that and you're, you're in there, you think to yourself, oh my God, this is the future. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's and it's so it's mapped out. The whole world is mapped. Yeah, it's, it's got crazy. like actual night and day. Yeah, you can you can land your plane. Yeah, like on your street. Yep, like where you where you live. Where you live. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's what's happening in the world. I mean, Google Maps, Microsoft's mapping their their data collection. That's what's done. Yeah, but it's done it in the best it, for the best reason possible. Yeah, it's, if that's why you collected my data. I'm happy you did. Yeah, it's a, it's like it has one, it has two pentabytes or something. Like that. It's 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 incredible the <laughs> level of detail. It's, it's massive. crazy. I mean, you if you land, uh, if you take off at, in London at midnight, it's because it's currently midnight in London. Oh yeah, in the real world, it, 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 it real time tracks everything, real time weather, yeah. everything. It's, it's crazy. like if you're in the air and like whatever the next hurricane is, Hurricane Claudio, whatever it is. Uh, it's gonna be there. Mm-hmm. If you if you have a rainstorm in your neighborhood, well, I mean, it might it might not be that tight, but if it's daytime in your neighborhood, it's daytime if you're flying the flight sim through your neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. It's ridiculous. I know, and I, I just want to see that and just on a big screen and just like and just sit there and just it gets rela- It'd just be relaxing. It'd be relaxing. I just hope it's not like remember when uh, PlayStation Two came out and uh, the head of Sony was like, "It'll be like playing Toy Story." And it was not like was playing not Toy like Story. At all. I just hope this isn't a case of that. They're showing us the best of like moments. Yeah. The uh, well, they said they they ran it on a on a high end PC. Like mm-hmm. everything that you saw in, is and is in engine. So that's what it looks like. I hope so. Man. Yeah. I really hope so. Yeah. Like you might have to max out your your system, but like, yeah. but apparently the cloud, uh, the Azure cloud, does yeah. a lot of the calculations for you. Really? Yeah. Uh, and if you, have a, if you hardwire your li- your your Xbox like in. Uh, you're good to go. It's gonna, you're gonna, it's gonna look incredible. It's gonna look amazing. Yeah. I mean, I I really really hope so. I just hope. I, I just I've always had that. Every every system has told us that you know it's gonna be this and it ends up being this. You're gonna get like uh like what was the um Red Dead Red Dead Redemption Redemption yeah. was gonna look a certain way and it kind of kind of really didn't. Yeah. Like there were mods yeah. and shit. Yeah. But kind of it kind of really didn't. Red Dead Two looks actually really good. Yeah, it looks really good. Mm-hmm. It looks incredible. But I just hope it's not one of those things where like you're telling me I'm gonna get Toy Story, and uh, I'm not getting, I'm not getting Toy Story. Yeah. I'm getting a reboot. <laughs> I'm getting reboot. <laughs> I'm getting a reboot inside of Toy what's Story. What's a, what's a, what's the, who's the who's there's Bob, um, who is his his girlfriend? Oh, I can't Dot? remember. Was it Dot? Maybe. Who's the kid? The kid who got older. I honestly I can't remember Jack shit of that cartoon. I I've seen the entire thing. I remember like when he got older and Bob came back from the future, or he went back to he was in the deep web. Yeah, he came back as like the Silver Surfer Bob. 
Yeah, there was a... Uh, hold on a second. I remember all that shit, but I can't remember who anybody really was. That was such a cool card. I love that show. And then the uh, the bad guy. Wasn't he like Megabyte or something? <laughs> like there was something. Or Negabyte. Yeah, there was Fong. Fong. Oh, yeah, the restaurant owner, right? Yeah. He so, owned the cafe. Yeah, so there's... Yeah, Dot. So racist. Dot Matrix. Dot Matrix. Yeah. Yes. And then uh, there was Slash. I do not remember Slash. Bob. And there was Hack. And, uh, oh, Hack and Slash are twins or something, yeah, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Megabyte. Megabyte was the bad guy. Mouse. And didn't Megabyte have a girlfriend? She's like a psycho with the hair, his evil Lynn. Yeah, that's, that, that was Hexadecimal. Hexadecimal. And she was like a total psychopath, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hexadecimal. Uh, there was Glitchbot. There was Enzo. And then Enzo. Enzo was the kid. Enzo was the kid. Yeah. Enzo's the kid who ends up uh, getting gigantic. Yeah. He hulks out. Yeah, there was a... Uh, Which was weird, man. Captain Capacitor. There, Enzo made... Yeah, there was, this, was, this was such a cool show. An all Canadian, right? Yeah, all Canadian. All Canadian. That and uh, Beast Wars. Beast Wars was incredible. Yeah. Uh, also known in Canada as Beasties for some oh, stupid the, reason. Oh, the Transformers Beast Transformers Wars. Transformers right? Beast Wars. You know what? I never got into it. Ah, dude. Uh, you know what? I'll tell you. Honest to God. The first, like, I don't know, whatever it was. Yeah, we've had this conversation. The first yeah. run, when it came out, I was like, this is stupid. Mm-hmm. This is dumb. Because I, I thought it was just like a remake. I, you know what thing is? When I soon heard of the name Cheetor, I was like, I'm out. I can't. I, I can't. I know. Yeah. I was the same way. That mm-hmm. I was so down on that show. I, I was like, Optimus Primal? Mm-hmm. What the hell is this garbage? And I started watching it, and you realize that these guys are, they're out trying to find the original Transformers. Mm-hmm. And Optimus Prime is just sitting there on his gigantic-ass throne, just dead, all powered down. And there's moments they bring him back, and he powers up, and they take the Matrix out because they need to use it. And they have to, like, ask him. He's like, oh, I guess I'll take it for a minute. Just bring it, it back. Did, Don't fuck up the future. Did Stan Bush come on when, you, when, they, when he took the Matrix out? <laughs> the power? The power. <laughs> the, touch. the touch. Oh, my God, he's got the touch. You know what? I have a feeling that was in that show. I mean, yeah, I think it was. It was I think it was. Uh, did they play it when he was fighting Megatron? I think they played it when he was fighting. Yeah, the di- the dinosaur Megatron. Yeah, who was actually like dangerous. Like mm-hmm. it was great because he was he was murdering people. It was good. It felt uh, it felt like connected to the universe. It felt authentic. It felt authentic. I I shit on it when it came out, and then I started watching it. I was like, yeah, okay, you know, you, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. I had to admit that I was wrong again, which is the theme of today's episode. Did you uh, did you ever watch um uh uh headmasters oh we talked about that i did watch headmasters did, i didn't uh i the, didn't watch it when you when it was like big did you watch the the you know the, the on Jap- youtube the japanese, the japanese one yeah did you watch all the series uh not the whole thing i think i saw probably about the first 10 15 there's a lot there's like it's, 60 there, episodes there's uh, yeah because i have it's four it's four dvds yeah it's a lot it's a lot it was, was the it. whole thing was on youtube for a while yeah i watched it uh i watched it again just a couple of episodes i've watched the whole thing mm-hmm. there's some like there's some screwed. There's some like heavyweight moments in that uh, mm-hmm. in that show, man. Everything in after the movie, it's crazy. Transformers. There's like pre movie and post movie, and Transformers pre movie is all like, hey, look, robots in disguise. Every now and then, season there's a heavy one, episode. Yeah, season one and two was just and then like yeah. season three and four got like dark. <laughs> season three was like really dark. Like it's Optimus Prime fucking zombie now yeah. in space. Yeah, just, it's all red. What's going on? Yeah, remember Galvatron goes to that psych, that psych ward, <laughs> yeah. that, that psych ward planet. That's the funniest episode in Transformers history. But it was like it was legit heavy. Yeah, like it's funny, but he might not be right. He yeah. might actually is he is he maybe turning good? Do we know? Yeah, they, yeah, because he's like because uh, yeah, he's like he's his his mind is literally is it's literally, fragmented. It's fragmented. Yeah, out of control. And uh, uh yeah, then Optimus Prime Lord. comes back, and then he. Uh, he basically saves the universe. <laughs> yeah, but he's weird. Like when he's when he comes back the first time, when he's in the ship, 
He got like the holes in his chest and yeah, stuff. Cause, yeah, because he's still kind of like, he, he's just like, he was revived, but not like really like functioning. They didn't do it right. Yeah. Uh, he's in there somewhere. Yeah. And then finally he, uh, and then when he comes back, uh, uh, he, 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 <laughs> when he, when he came back, that was, uh, that, cause that was the very last episode. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was a that was great because like it was uh, awesome. It was, because even Galvatron said like, uh, "There's no more war." He's like, "There's no war today. You've earned my respect." Oh, that's right. Yeah, he shook his hand and he's like, "Yeah." I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot about that. You know what's weird about that whole thing though is when and, we were kids and we saw it. Yeah, and they when uh, as soon as uh, uh, he was Optimus Prime was about to be infected, he took the Matrix out, and mm-hmm. they, in the cartoon episode. They played uh, Stan Bush. You got the touch. You got the touch. It's crazy. It's a really, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's dark and it's great and it's awesome. What wasn't awesome was when you waited because we didn't know it was the last episode. Mm-hmm. And you see it. And then next week or like the one right after that is the first episode. Yeah, it goes back again. You're like, what the fuck is going on it's like, here? Yeah, it's like watching Astro Boy. Here's yeah, like, it's, it just cycled back around again. I know. I just uh, That bums bums me out. Yeah, I just felt like, uh, is, is, like is that the end? Yeah, and well, we didn't know. We didn't know. And then all of a sudden, because we didn't get those, because like, in season four is like when the target masters and the headmasters came out, mm-hmm. and then because uh, they went, that's when they went to the they they went to that planet, and then uh, uh, and then in the J- the Japanese versions is that when they flesh out that story even more. Yeah, that's well, that's a con- that's literally the continuation. Exactly, it's, it's like season six. Exactly, and then or season five, whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, and that's when you see like Scorponok and you get you see Fortress Maximus. We got screwed by a ton of stuff. It's like um, a lot of those cartoons. They just ended here, mm-hmm. and we got nothing else. We got nothing. But like uh, He-Man, He-Man ends, and then there's an, another, another He-Man, mm-hmm. and he's in outer space. Everybody looks weirder and darker and gross, and Skeletor's oh, yeah. face is different. Yeah. And He-Man's got like a mustache and a ponytail. Yeah. Like weird shit like that. Yeah, it's, 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 like, it's like when Three's Company ended. All of a sudden, the Ropers, and then you have like- Well, uh, they had the other Jacks, whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, then you have like Three's a Crowd. Three's a Crowd, yeah. where Jack goes and gets in with his eyes. Uh, yeah, and then when there. Happy Days ended, there's like Charlie and Chachi. There's like all that. There's Joey all loves Chachi. Joey, Joey loves Chachi. And they, well, even I Dream of Genie had like Genie, a, yeah. a, a, one about the other guy, right? The, yeah. The dude, his his partner, his yeah, co-pilot. His, yeah, his co-pilot, yeah. Like so many weird things like that. Yeah, but, uh, uh, but for those listening who actually- really like Transformers mm-hmm. Headmasters is, is a worthwhile like continuation it's, it's pretty good it's great because like so good. much so much shit happens to like all the old school generation one characters okay did we not get Scorponok in the original cartoon yeah he was in the original cartoon it was yeah so I remember the fight in the bridge and all that like he was there yeah but I mean uh, Fort Max and, and Scorponok and Autobot City didn't really get their own thing until Headmasters oh yeah they kind of w- continue on and have more play in that yeah I have to like think about it again but like uh i'd have to look at the, the wikipedia but like yeah. um because they go to that planet and uh the headmasters and the, the, those those autobots who were not target masters mm-hmm. um oh yeah the target masters because like target masters uh because like uh what happened was that um the uh the autobots who landed uh, yeah. at the, on that same planet as the decepticons mm-hmm. uh the rebels uh said you know what uh take off your heads we'll, we'll be your heads and then people, people are like, <laughs> so weird. And so they, they, they're like, yeah. So, so that means you have two fighters in one. And yeah. then other, other Autobots were like, you know what? Uh, I like to keep my head. Yeah. So what you <laughs> will do is that my gun, you can transform into my weapon. That's right. That is such a cool idea. It was weird, man, because I remember like uh, the Witwicky kid there. He ends up becoming like a head. Yeah, he's the head of Fortress Maximus. He's the head of Fortress Maximus. Yeah. And like his head would turn into a motorcycle. Yeah, no, sorry. He's, he's, uh, he's the head of Cerebros. Who's the head of Fortress Maximus? That's right, because he's the head of a head, yeah. and the toy was like that. Yeah, the toy would have the head transform into a head. Yeah, so there's like, and that head would become yeah, a head. Yeah, so Spike is like is part of Cerebros. Yeah, and Cerebros is the head of Fortress. The Maximus. head of Fortress Maximus. I can't believe I know that. <laughs> no, it's cool, man. Transformers is rad, and you know what? Like that's why I really liked 
um, the Bumblebee movie. The Bumblebee movie. Oh, felt the, like, the Bumblebee movie is 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 excellent. It's incredible. Yeah, it's I loved so it. good. Yeah. It felt exactly how you wanted yeah. Transformers as a movie to feel, yeah. and you felt like it was in that world. Yeah, like if I was, if you, that is the best live action Transformers movie. Hands Dude, hands down, it is. When he kind of yeah. drives away, and it's Optimus Prime and Bumblebee on the road, mm-hmm. like he just kind of rolls up and joins Optimus Prime. Yeah, I shit my pants. Oh yeah, like, straight unreal. up. Yeah. I duked out. Yeah, it was so cool, and then it keeps on going, and you see them walking in the woods together. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, and it, it was it was your childhood came back to hug you. Yeah, it, it starts out with the banks, Bumblebee's funny star scream. It's like it's so good. That whole sequence, the intro, is, is unreal. Is unreal. That's how that's how you start out. Like, that was unreal. That, that's how you started off. That was the um, and again, I I I've done I'm done shitting on the Michael Bay ones. They are what they are. They okay, they were whatever, fine yeah. for they are yeah. whatever. But I can I can kind of watch them again now and think like yeah, you know they have some weird moments. I don't like the transform and all that kind of crap, but I do like them for what they are. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the the intro to uh, to Bumblebee and that movie in general just felt like a look. I know we fucked up last time. Mm-hmm. Here's what we wanted to give you. Yeah, we love you. Yeah, this and is I, our love letter to you. And I could I I could tell that that was Starscream. Yep. And I you could just, tell who everybody was. Yeah, and then like you could see like and Bumblebee beat the living shit out of him. That's, that's <laughs> it was crazy. Bumblebee was hardcore in that movie. Yeah, that's what I loved about him. Well, I mean, that's the whole idea of um of like in Autobots or cartoons or G.I. Joe, whatever it is, like the scout character. Yeah. He's the jack of all trades. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send you out. Go take a look. What's going on? If anybody gives you trouble, fuck your shit up. Yeah. You come back and tell me what's going on. Mm-hmm. That's who Bumblebee is. Yeah, like it's weird because like, you know, it's, little tank. Yeah, because usually in like uh, in little in cart in the, like cartoons like that, I'd be like, uh, um, the villain is always more interesting than the hero. Almost always. Oh, yeah, but I, here it's like, uh, people say, like, are you Team Autobot or Decepticon? I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm pure Team Autobot. Yeah, well, I mean, absolutely. I am. I Decepticons am sure. are, they're greedy. Mm-hmm. They're 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 the epitome of what you're told as a kid a bad guy is. Oh, yeah, there's there's there's, there's very few Decepticons I really like. Yeah, uh, Thundercracker. But, yeah, I, I, love all, I, I love all the Autobots. Big Thundercracker fan. Yeah, I have Thundercracker. Yeah, Thundercracker is my all-time favorite. Yeah, I love Thundercracker, Starscream, Megatron, Cyclonus. Uh, well, I mean, I like Galatron. them as as uh, the way they look. Yeah, but, but yeah, character-wise, character-wise, Thundercracker is always like, I know we're all assholes. Yeah, I know we're all awful. Yeah. I just want you all to know that I know. Yeah, like we're all terrible, right? Where Starscream's like, no, we're the good guys. We're yeah. really good guys. Yeah, the Decepticons they, they have cool characters. Yeah, but the Autobots are like you, you, but you want the Autobots to win. They're good characters. Yeah, like like uh, like uh, emotionally. Yeah, they're heroes. Like yeah. you, you want to see them win. Exactly. Yeah, because every time I like, it, what's like, that scale? Like chaotic good, chaotic neutral, chaotic evil. Like the Autobots are like good good. Yeah. Like on the, on the scale, the Autobots are like. Best goods. Yeah, remember the back. If you buy like, remember those the the the, the power meters. The power meters. You have that little. You have that red kind of like, uh, um, that kind of red strip, and you put mm-hmm. it up against it so that you could see like what yeah, their strength is. Yeah, it was like speed. a. It was like a what's it called? Like a UV thing. Yeah, <laughs> little, yeah, little a little red piece of like see through. It would eliminate the blue. Yeah, and then you could see what the actual power meters. Yeah, were. there's like pow- There's like strength, yeah. uh, uh, intelligence, uh, durability, and uh, speed. I think all they, those are like four or five like uh, different like endurance, endurance, strength. Yeah, so they had those things. Intelligence things. and uh, yeah, so um, stamina. Who was the, uh, yeah? I know Prime was he he had everything ten. I can't believe I remember this. <laughs> he was everything ten except for strength, which was a nine. And yeah. Megatron was everything was a ten. Yeah, everything was ten. Yeah, and Jetfire. Uh, or Skyfire, if you want to call it. Like, he was like all tens or something too, tens. right? Yeah. yeah. He was oh, he tens. was gigantic. Oh yeah, he beat, he beat the shit out of Megatron. Do you remember when you were kids? Uh, obviously you do because you remember everything else. When you were kids, you had the Panini books. Yeah. <laughs> they're Panini. I think they were called Paninis, right? Yeah. They're all sticker books. Yeah. You, I I don't know if they had them in the states. They definitely had them in Canada. 
But you'd open them up and you go to the store and you buy your stickers. And you put all your stickers in the books, and they would make like a story from an episode or two, like two or three episodes. Oh, yeah, I had that book. I had, I had it completed. Oh yeah, I've got tons of them over here. Yeah, but then Do you still have yours? Uh, somewhere in the back. I actually just saw them a couple years ago when I went through all my old shit, and they're in there somewhere. Let's try to hunt it down. Yeah, we'll definitely have to hunt it down. Yeah. Actually, I, I think I know where they are. I'll pull them out and have them here for the next time we do a video. Okay. We'll show them all. Um, I had that, but they would come with like a little piece in the middle, mm-hmm. which was that red thing, that mm-hmm. red film. Yeah. And then you would be able to look at because like if you didn't have the stickers or if you're poor broke ass kids like us, we couldn't buy stickers every week. I mean, I don't know it was a dollar, but like we couldn't fucking afford those stickers. So you would get the little red thing and put it over where the stickers would go, mm-hmm. and it would eliminate the uh, the blue or the red, whatever it was. Yeah, and you could actually see the scenes mm-hmm. from that, and that's that's like the best we had, right? Oh yeah, I remember like there was one sticker where like uh, it was like remember that uh, you'd make four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was that four. You know which one <laughs> the four. Do you know which one it was? No, but it's probably an awesome one. Oh, it's it's from that episode. This is how I remember this. It's like that one was for um was from. That episode, uh, the War of the of the Dinobots, where where uh, where Grimlock is attacking Teletran One, mm-hmm. and he's blowing his fire like into the into the screen and blowing it up. That whole scene is is in four stickers in the arc. Yeah, yeah when he's arc, in the arc, in the smashing arc. it, <laughs> Teletran's like, "Ah, what are you doing?" Uh, yeah, that's I can't. That was because I remember like f- try to find the top right hand corner sticker was yeah, the yeah. hardest one to find. It was a tough one to get. I had your to try to trade some because I, I had the Ninja Turtles one as well, mm-hmm. and I was trying. I, I said, "I'll trade you this one." Because I had doubles, I'm like, I'll trade you one of those for this one if you Unbelievable. have. Unbelievable. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. We I, had such cool shit when we were kids. I think I'd like to think that, relatively speaking, kids have that now, but they don't. Have, but they have their, they have um, their version of what we had. I think they have an embarrassment of riches now. I think there's so much of that stuff mm-hmm. that they don't appreciate when they get their hands on one. No, because like back then it was not like uh like I like I I can honest I honestly think that back then it was not based on like. Oh, this is kind of cool. Like this, this, uh, this makes a cute sound, or like yeah. this, this looks pretty. Back then, that everything back then was was story driven and everything emotional. told a story. Yeah, everything told a story. Yeah. like all those books had the entire story from an episode. And you had to get them all. Yeah, and it was it was Transformers, GI Joe, He Man, mm-hmm. Mask, like all that shit was there. Yeah, you didn't have a phone that you could just go to and look at it. You couldn't watch an episode on Netflix. Mm-hmm. You had to collect those friggin' books or wait for the afternoons or go to the video store and get yourself a cassette. Yeah. And watch it. Yeah, go you to, gotta get three episodes of He Man on a cassette. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or go to T and P. Like yeah. There's a, there was so much to, uh, there was so much to collect, and uh, um, it was yeah. It was like Transformers in the '80s was uh, it's it was one. It, it almost defined the '80s. When you think of '80s, it's like that's one of the things you think of. Transformers, um, kids' cartoons in the '80s. Yeah. Like the stuff that we had was just it was so definitive of the era. Yeah. Whereas now it's like yeah you've got some cool things out there but like I, I don't know what kids are watching these days like I, I there's nothing that they're watching I got the nieces and nephews come over here all the time put Netflix on there's nothing there that like piques my interest like it's a it's a show about a bunch of talking dogs and a kid in some town yeah and they gotta save a duck yeah like give me a fucking break man when I was five I was watching a robot guy in blue jeans and a red shirt yeah kill a robot with a gun on his arm who had a sniveling sidekick was a jerk who tried to fight the little yellow guy yeah you know I mean, we had a ghetto blasters yeah we had ghetto, we had we had two ghetto blasters like yeah, fighting, it fighting out. each yeah, other yeah and with their cassettes going like, as their pets yeah and a cassette named ravage and one who tried to create earthquakes to blow up a mountain oh man like, yeah. we had such cool shit did yeah. you ever see the return of optimus prime on youtube it's a, the comedy bit yeah when he comes back and he's like blastar what the fuck is going on yeah. like, oh, my brother loves those holy crap <laughs> oh it's yeah. the best 
Yeah, I know. I think um, yeah, when Rumble comes out and he's mm-hmm. like, uh, uh, in the Immer Transformers the movie when he's uh, he sees Blaster in uh in that uh in that he's trying to because he's trying to radio Optimus Prime for like yep. for reinforcements and then Rumble gets on there and he's like he goes first, after Blaster. He goes after Blaster. He's like, first you crack the shell, then we crack the nuts inside. Well, he does kill Blaster, doesn't he? No, he goes like this. He's like, and then he cracks it open. Then he jumps on Blaster and Blaster takes Rumble off him and he throws him against the wall. And then he, he goes, Tuka play at that game. Then he hits the eject button, and all of his ex- cassettes come all out. All his guys come and out. And they start wrecking the Decepticon, <laughs> Decepticon oh, cassettes. Man, I thought somebody <laughs> killed Blaster in that. Oh, you know, no, Blaster does die. Yeah, he dies in the movie. Does he die in the movie? Nope. When does he die? Oh, yeah, because he's there for the return of Optimus Prime. No, he dies in he dies in the uh, in Headmasters. Uh, in Headmasters. Yeah, yeah, because he, he, he makes it through the series. Yeah, him and him and uh, him and Shockwave. They no, that's not, not, Him and Soundwave. Soundwave. Fight, they fight to the death. Yeah, and, and they kill each other. Yeah, that's incredible. And then they come back as different uh, different uh, uh, versions of themselves. That That's another cool aspect. Man, we're going on too much about Transformers. Oh, God, People are getting yeah. so bored. No kidding. They're getting so bored. But I mean, we this is a pop culture hey, podcast. Yeah, you know what? People Actually, people who listen to us probably know exactly what we're talking they about. They probably know what we're talking about, yeah. and they're enjoying the shit out of it. Yeah. If you uh, don't, And if you don't know what we're talking about, go do some research. Go just w- have fun, man. Watch some cartoons. Yeah. Have a good time watching cartoons. Nothing else to do. Yeah, what else are you going to do? Uh, Denny O'Neill died. Yeah. Which is brutal. Denny O'Neill, writer of uh, Batman, Daredevil, yeah. part of the Nightfall era. Mm-hmm. I mean, he kind of like made great comic books for like all the shit. He, he was the guy who wrote the Speedy arc. Mm-hmm. Uh, Speedy on heroin. If anybody knows what you're talking about, is when Green Arrow walks in on Speedy holding his arm with a needle in it. Yep. And Green Lantern, Green Lantern's like, what's with your guy, man? Mm-hmm. It's a great cover. It is probably one of the best covers in comic book history. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I heard that on, uh, on IGN. Oh, it was so brutal. But yeah, Denny O'Neill, man. I mean, during like the uh, the Neil Adams, Jim Aparo, uh, Doug Monk, Greg, um, what's his name? Not not Greg Capullo. Who was the guy who did the the really dark, dark looking Batman? Someone always hung upside down. He's always way too big for his own his mm-hmm. own sake. Yeah. But like pretty much from like 1975 to 1995, 2000, like Denny O'Neill was involved in every great storyline. Yeah. In one way or another, for like all the characters he loved, from Spider Man to Batman to Superman. Well, I don't think he did too much Superman. But um, Daredevil, like all, I guess, the street-level guys. Yeah, street-level guys. Wrote really great characters. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, man, like really kind of a bummer. But he had a great career, and he's 81 years old. Like, no, he wasn't, yeah, uh, yeah, was exactly. He was yeah. not like a kid who died in his, in his 40s or 50s. No, he, he, he lived his life, he had, and he left his mark. Left his mark, which is like the the goal, right? To, to write a bunch of shit that everybody keeps talking about. Yeah, you uh, um, ask for everybody, no matter how big or small, leave a legacy. Which um, kind of got me reading a little bit more. I, I don't know how I got into it, but it was from, it was from the Denny O'Neill stuff. Into uh, I start reading somehow. I start reading about Robin and Marion, mm-hmm. the the movie, the Sean Connery movie. I don't know if you've seen that Robin and Marion. It's his it's his Robin Hood movie. Everybody kind of has this idea that Sean Connery starred in a bunch of Robin Hood movies. Well, he did, his son did. I remember that movie. Yeah, but Robin and Marion is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's one of my favorite like sword and sandals movies. But it's really not. But it's it's about an older Robin Hood mm-hmm. who kind of like comes back and. Um, he he realizes after he's been fighting with Richard Lionheart that like he's a legend mm-hmm. in in Sherwood, Sherwood Forest, mm-hmm. but he's really just like a lifelong bachelor. He doesn't want to doesn't want to grow up. And yeah, it makes Marion's life a living hell, and mm-hmm. then she kills them both at the end. <laughs> but she does it in a way that's kind of like you know it's it's weirdly heartwarming because he suffers a battle or uh, a wound during a battle, mm-hmm. and it goes back to the whole. Th- it's not Red Robin or uh, what was the guy that kills him? Not Red Robin, Red Ranger. Who's the one who's supposed to kill him in the in the myth of Robin Hood? Shoots him, then he dies after the bloodletting, and he puts the arrow out through the window. They kind of do their own version of that in this it's movie. Not Will Scarlet. No, Will Scarlet's his pal. Yeah, um, it's um. There's another archer who ends up injuring Robin Hood by in in Robin Hood legend or the story. 
And then Seymour who killed Achilles. <laughs> no, no, that's Paris. Yeah. <laughs> um, but somebody read something. I I want to say, like Red Ranger, but it's Red somebody who who kills Robin Hood, who causes the injury that leads him to get the bloodletting from a supposed witch. Uh, according to Bill's ballad and the person Robin Hood, something died a treacherous death. It was apparently a case of bloodletting gone deliberately wrong. Well, that's that's who actually kills him. But there's an injury that he gets. There's another archer who injures him. Stabs him or shoots him, and then he ends up going to uh, maybe even she might have she might have been a witch, and then she does a bloodletting, and that's how Robin Hood dies. Okay, let's find out. Uh, bloodletting, yeah, that's right. Uh, who was the actual uh, the person who caused the wound that he went to go get healed from? In Robin's case, he's, he okay. Uh, Robin Hood's story goes believed he was dying and decided to he, sh- he should be bled. He went to a religious person, the prioress of Kirkley's nunnery. That's right, the prioress. Part of Kirkley's Abbey in West Yorkshire, who mm-hmm. had experience in bleeding people. This was common because the, physici- the physician and priest were one and the, s- and the same since disease was thought to be caused by supernatural force yeah. causes. In Robin's case, he happened, to s- he happened to seek help from a religious person who was also his relative. He did not realize, however, that she was angry with him for opposing corruption in the church. And uh, That's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. But um, yeah, but she bleeds him. But when he's dying, he decides to shoot an arrow out the window, mm-hmm. and the arrow where it lands is where he's buried. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But this does a version of that where um, him he gets injured. I can't remember exactly how. And then little John is is telling him go with Marion. So he goes with Marion, and then she's like, "Here, drink this. It'll make you feel better." And then he thinks he's gonna get healed. He drinks it after she takes a chunk of it. She's like, "Yeah, it's good," and gives it to him. And it's Audrey Hepburn. Mm-hmm. And then he drinks it. And next thing you know, he's like, oh, I can't I can't feel my fucking legs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he, he realizes he's dying. And then she tells him, like, this is why. Because I love you like nobody else would have. And you're not going to be the same guy. You're going to end up either dead or you're going to end up like a third of a man. And I can't live without you. So she kills them both. Very like Romeo and Juliet style. Mm-hmm. And little John comes in. He's like, what's going on? He opens the door up. And he's like, what the hell? Are you both dead? And they both end up dying. But he gives him the arrow that Robin shoots and goes out the window. And he gets buried. But that's that. Uh, that's the, the Robin Hood thing. Mm. Long story short, I ended up reading more about Denny O'Neill and Alan Moore and how it's super fucking sad that the last movie Sean Connery did, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh yeah. So I got there. It took me a while to get there. Mm-hmm. We did a whole Robin Hood history lesson. Mm-hmm. But that's what I was getting at. I just, I just watched uh, the Kevin Costner Robin Hood just the other day. That's a great movie. I love that movie. That's an incredible movie. Yeah. Sean Connery's that too. Yeah. It's uh he's very uh um oh man. Well, his Kevin, Cost- Kevin Costner is just—he's <laughs> perfect in that movie. He's—he's—he plays a good Robin Hood. His his, yeah. his accent is not good, but uh, well, it's nice that it disappears. Yeah, halfway through. Exactly. So that's good. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it's a it's a like. Okay, who's sure got the worst accent in that? Him or uh, Will Scarlet? Will Scarlet. <laughs> Freaking Christian. Christian, uh, Christian Slater. Christian Slater. Yeah. Terrible well, accent. I know, but uh, what's his face? Uh, the sheriff of Nottingham. The best sheriff of Nottingham on screen ever, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman, is, he's hilarious. He's because he's the comedy relief. He's hilarious in that movie. Not only is he hilarious, he's dangerous. Yep. he's unpredictable. Uh, top dollar. What's yep. his name there? As the the cousin. Yeah, <laughs> like, top dollar. He's yeah. just like the the bumbling oaf. He's Starscream. Yeah. He's Starscream. Yeah, <laughs> he's Starscream. He's like I don't know, just. Stab him or something. I don't know. Yeah, why a spoon, cousin? Because it's <laughs> dull, you nitwit. It'll oh, hurt more. So good. Yeah, it was. Uh, I love that. Like, uh, and he, remember he's talking to that witch, and he's like, and he's like, uh, he's like, 
Uh, he goes, up to, he goes uh, uh, up the uh, ransom to, to 1,000 gold pieces. <laughs> and, lo- and then he looks at those two girls. You, my room, 1015. You, two th- uh, 1030. And, uh, oh. Sound like a gunshot yeah, outside. Yeah, a gun went off. Jesus. Yeah. But anyway, he goes to those girls in the, in the church. He's like, you, my room, 1030. You, 1045. And he comes back to her. <laughs> And bring a friend. And <laughs> bring a friend. Uh, he was incredible. That, that is one of those, as as by today's standards, that would be a terrible movie. Oh, yeah. But when you watch it for what it is, it's maybe a perfect movie. Oh, yeah, because like, now it would be like a Mel Brooks movie. But like, uh, <laughs> Well, I mean, he did his own version of yeah, it, right? Yeah, so, but, uh, um, and Dave, which is Dave Chappelle's in. Dave Chappelle's in that, yeah. playing the Morgan Freeman part. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but, uh um, yeah, it's such an entertaining movie. That's great. Yeah, I mean, it's got that magic arrow. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's got it's a little uh, <laughs> the arrow that goes around trees. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, it's 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 kind of a, it's very swashbuckling. It's very swashbuckling. That yeah. Fairbanks kind of old school, uh, like Robin Hood feel movie, right? Yeah. Man, but it is. It's so much fun. Like a lot of like a lot of movies couldn't get made today, and that's one of them. I think couldn't and not couldn't get made. Cause it's problematic, quote unquote problematic. It's just it's dumb. Like it's just one of those movies. Yeah, like nothing there's a, there's a recent Robin Hood movie that came out. That guy from the the King's uh, Service, whatever it's called. Uh, um, Why the the Kingsman? The Kingsman, yeah. That the, the the main guy in that. Oh, that's right. He had a Robin Hood movie come he out. He did came one, out in didn't he? Or, or nineteen or something. It was uh like, yeah, it wasn't too long ago. No, yeah, it takes place in modern times. It looks uh, it looks. It's a, I think it's a Guy Ritchie movie, isn't it? Or I, it's at least Matt Reeves or somebody. It's I it's like uh, it's one of those British guys. The Guy Ritchie Snatch guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, that one, um, Guy Ritchie did that King Arthur one. Maybe that's what I'm doing. Yeah, maybe. Which I saw on a plane and I did not hate. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It's not good. That movie is not like a great, great movie. That Sons of Anarchy kid is in it. But I did not hate Guy Ritchie's King Arthur. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it at all. I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, it was uh, okay. directed by Otto Bathurst. Oh, so nobody. I yeah, know. it's T- Taron Egerton. He's, he Terrence, plays, yeah, that's right. And Jamie Foxx plays a, a Yeha. And uh Well he plays the yeah the what's it called? The Morgan Freeman role. Yeah, there's um Jamie Foxx. Yeah, this, this, this guy who looks like a hipster doofus. Let's see. This guy looks like he works at Starbucks. He plays Fire Tuck. Fire Tuck. Oh okay. come on, man. Yeah. So um That yeah, guy does it, look like it, a hipster doofus. Oh no, man. Yeah, that guy just uh, that movie bombed completely. I didn't even remember it. I thought you were talking about the uh, the Russell Crowe Robin Hood, or you know he's forty five yeah. trying to play a twenty year old. Yeah, that well was, he wasn't that young. I think he was he was probably at least fifty playing a like a thirty year old. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just um, that movie I was, didn't hate that either. I know I, I liked because I just like the, the, just the way it looked was amazing. It looked really good. It's it sold the period very well. Ridley Scott, right? I mean, so so yeah, you, you can lose yourself in the world. It's just like you, you just have to get past the acting. A few of them weren't too bad. The um, the King Arthur movie with uh, Clive Owen. Mm-hmm. Not terrible. Not bad. Incredible soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Hans, Hans, Hans Zimmer. Mm-hmm. Uh, great soundtrack. Yeah. Um, what was the other one at the same time? Kingdom of Heaven we talk about all the time. Kingdom, Kingdom of Heaven is The director's phenomenal. cut is, is phenomenal. I haven't seen the theatrical cut, mm-hmm. so I don't know. I know people complain about some stuff that doesn't really feel right in that, mm-hmm. but um, like the director's cut is the only one I've seen, and it's phenomenal. It's, it's, it's much better than the theatrical cut. I like, it's that I like much it better. better. I should say I like it better. Yeah, you know, I, I have no opinion on it because I've only seen the one. I really enjoyed that one. Mm-hmm. It felt, um, it kind of felt very inspired by things. Well, granted, he did Gladiator himself, but it felt inspired by uh, 
um, Gladiator and Conan the Barbarian. Like there were yeah. moments in it felt like the Forge sequences felt very Conan's father. Like yeah. it, like you could tell he was definitely emulating a lot of sword and sandals movies that were successful. Yeah. I really enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah, Ridley Scott was still in his gladiator mode when he made that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And, you know, even Gladiator, when you watch the trailer, the original trailer for Gladiator has got the theme from Conan. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. like, you know, he is a guy who understands the the importance mm-hmm. of Conan the Barbarian. Yep. As he sits there on his board, his throne board, like, yeah. because he's king. Yeah, he's like, they're all sluts. Wearing the crown of Aquilonia yeah. over a troubled brow. <laughs> or a troubled brow. <laughs> over a troubled yeah. brow. Trying to think of, like, who should I marry, but now nah, they're all sluts. Well, he's married by then. I think he's already had a son by then who might have died. I think, if I'm not completely mistaken, by that point, mm. he's already been married. When he's when he's sitting there on the throne. Man, but yeah, Conan on the throne is a bored Conan. Yeah, he's he, want, he, he needs to get back in the action. We never got the King Conan movie. No, we never will. Kind of bums me out. No, because the thing is too is that you can't. Uh, there's there's such a high standard already. It's like how do you emulate that? Well, nobody wants Conan the Destroyer. Or how how you recreate that? You yeah, can't. you can't do it. Conan the Barbarian, the the Arnold Schwarzenegger Conan the Barbarian, it will just live forever. It'll live forever. Yeah. I uh, I kind of feel like that is. Remember the scene in Legend, the the Bruce Lee, dragon, yeah. Bruce Lee, the Bruce Lee story, mm-hmm. when um Big Boss comes out. And then the crowd kind of puts him on his shoulders and walks him out. Yeah. Everybody's like, that That kind of happened to Arnold during yeah. uh, the Conan premiere. Because mm-hmm. he's like, we're sitting there. It's the place is full of bikers. Oh, yeah. And I'm afraid. <laughs> like, I'm really concerned. Yeah. And the bikers start cheering. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. The uh, I don't know. I think uh, with Conan, it's uh, there's uh, the only guy who you think that could play him played him and the movie was not good. Well, that's the problem is he was really good. Yeah. Momoa was phenomenal in that movie. Oh yeah. But the movie was horrible. Yeah, it's like it's like the, the thing is like you have to make like 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 Conan, Conan the Bar- Barbarian is like he, he, those movies are they're not like they're by today's standards you could say like they're they're, they're perfect, but like you know back then they're like no one judged the movie on how perfect it was. They just yeah. they just judged on how good it was. They're like, you know what? This Absolutely. is that was a great entertaining movie. Now movies are so picked apart. You, they're just uh, well, and they're engineered and they're engineered right and so if they don't do well and they're engineered then the first thing you do is like well they tried to make it into this mm-hmm. they tried to make this crowd happy yeah they tried to get the feminazis happy yeah so therefore Captain Marvel sucks and then there's fans like who are like us who will be like you know what okay like that's good but like yeah. it's just not like the, the original it makes the original look like like it, it, the original makes this look like shit horseshit yeah so like that's the problem with like that's the problem with remakes right now. You just can't uh, you can't please everybody, and the the price you pay for that is just low box office numbers, and then the project just dies. Completely. I don't see why instead of remakes, you just make a sequel. I mean, like I was saying, Point Break, the Point Break movie that came out could have just been a sequel. Mm-hmm. It could have been the same universe as the Keanu Reeves version. Mm-hmm. You make him the guy who's either gone bad, or you make him the older cop, mm-hmm. and then you got this kid going after a whole new bunch of guys. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, and that that's all that happens. Like you know, we need a we need a guy who knows these guys. We need a guy who thinks like these guys. Mm-hmm. Is he still in Australia? Has he lost his mind? Yeah, it, is yeah. he just sitting on a beach somewhere? But then again, how do you know that uh, Keanu Reeves wasn't approached for that? You never know, right? Yeah. And then if he and was a, and turned it down, don't make the movie. Yeah, don't do it. Yeah, it's kind of hard. To the uh, um, we already have a good Point Break remake. It's called The Fast and the Furious, <sighs> and it's incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> the first one's really good, man. Yeah, I have never, I've only seen the first one, so I can't, I can't comment on any anything else. I just know that uh, I, you're, I can, you're I, fighting. I, what I is just, an awesome? I can only, movie. I can only judge the trailers, and from the trailers, I'm just like, I, uh, it hurts to watch this. 
I will I will give all of those movies the time of day mm-hmm. because they they are self aware, and to me that is the biggest thing. I if, think, yeah. if they're self aware, I'm super forgiving. That's the thing too. I'm like I the 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 fact that movies are self aware. Yeah. But they're, uh, but at the same time they're trying to look serious and while they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Here's an example. Have you seen Six Underground? The Netflix Ryan Reynolds, Michael Bay Michael blockbuster. Bay movie? I have not seen that. Don't. Mm-hmm. You're you're gonna get like. Oh yeah, you, no, yeah, okay. yeah. I, I, I knew I know not to see it. Out of everybody I know. Out of all my friends who are fans of cinema, you will be the angriest. Mm-hmm. And there's reasons why you'll be the angriest. The, the, the most of all is probably because they use Muse in that movie. And scenes are supposed to be cool as shit. And they just like, they just don't pull it off. And they, they try to emulate certain movies that I know you enjoy as well. Oh, no. And it's not self-aware. It's not Michael Bay giving you explosions and, you know, it's like just, teenage they're, girls. They're trying to look cool. And... They're all trying to look cool. The story is a mess. Um, it looks really good. Mm-hmm. The movie itself looks good. And it does have sequences that are really nice. And there are, like, I mean, that look nice and mm-hmm. work well. But they don't belong in this movie because they don't lead into the next scene. Like, they have, they'll have, like, really great moments that belong in better movies mm-hmm. or different movies. It's almost like he had a bunch of ideas for all these other movies he's done. Mm. This would have been great in The Rock. That would have been great in Bad Boys. This would be great in the Six Underground movie. That's Michael Bay, though. That's Michael Bay. And he's just like, oh, let's just do them all yeah, in this movie. He just makes a mismatch of movies and he puts uh, ideas and he puts them all together into his movie. And he's like, oh, like even like Bad Boys 2, when he did the John Woo shootout, like jumping in the air with two. It, Will Smith's doing it. It looks yeah. horrible. Uh, well, how about the 15 but, minutes of the camera just going in circles? Yeah, exactly. Around the explosions, yeah. <laughs> the, the gunshot explosions. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what are we doing here, what man? What are you doing? Now, I'll forgive a lot of those movies because oh, yeah. like, they're ridiculous. Yeah, but the thing is, like those movies, there's a saving grace to those because you have Mike, you have Will Smith and 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 Martin Lawrence, and Martin Lawrence, who are just hilarious together. So being Will Smith and yeah. Martin Lawrence, but um, but yeah, I mean at the same time, like that's why I forgive them because they do a really good job yeah. saving the movie. Oh yeah, so it's watchable. Mm-hmm. But um, like he just this this was not he he really just I don't know I think they just gave him a ton of money and he had a bunch of scenes in his, scenes in his head yeah so he just thought I'll just do these I'll just put these together right uh, but um yeah the Muse stuff is unforgivable to me but that is why I can't forgive it because that movie is not self aware mm-hmm. it thinks it's something better which it is not terrible yeah oh God. I don't know I just I just can't stand uh, Jason Statham and he's just uh, he kind of rubs me the wrong way Jason Statham yeah really. We weren't talking about him. Where'd he come from? You just suddenly like brought him up. No, I was just saying like uh like, like how he's he's, he's in the, he's in these uh, uh dude do a therapy session. No, right? he's in these Fast and Furious movies. Oh, well, guys, you're talking. Yeah, about. so I'm just like every time I see him, like like uh him and the Rock together when they're like in the last one. Yeah. I'll, I'll sit there. I'm like, why would anybody watch these? This this is so stupid. Yeah, like the writing is you. so dumb and lazy. I know. It's oh my god. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know what it is, man. I, know, yeah, I, you're, I don't you're, know what it is. You're salivating. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know why. Like, I'm so into those movies. I can't even explain to you. It's it's just like a weird comfort pl- like comfort zone. It's a happy place I go to. I see those. I'm like, I, I could just, I'll stay right here. You rub your tummy when you uh, watch yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it is, it is junk food. Um, It's like a, like, like a juice, juicy, greasy cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. I know it's not good for me. Mm-hmm. It's got too many. I don't need six patties. They're giving me six patties. I don't need six patties. Mm-hmm. I don't need all the extra cheese. Like, I know you made it, and you have all this grease in the grease trap, and you poured it all over the patties. Like, I get this all really tasty. I don't need any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to have it. I'm going to enjoy it. 
I'm probably going to put more salt on it than I need to. I'll put some bacon on there too. That's what this is to me. Yeah. See, that, that's the thing. I, 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 I have that. Yeah. Like it's just, it's just total like junk, but also it's like, it's junk that I have to spend time on. Yeah, man. To I, me, it's I, just, for me, the, I, uh, I just, I just can't sit down. I'm like, I can't, I can't allow I get, myself I to, get it. Yeah. I'd rather literally do nothing. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I understand. I and know. it's not just you; it's most people. I know. It's just like I, I just, I just, I can't. Uh, but I, I mean, I, like, I, I can't join you. I saw the trailer for the last one where John Cena is Vin Diesel's brother now, and like the car has got a Batman-style grappling hook, and it can go from a helicopter to a mountain. <laughs> I just can't fucking wait. And it got postponed. And I got angry. I, I just, yeah, and I don't like the fact that. The, mo- the movies, they know that they have to get dumber as they go along. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they have to get stupider. And it's like that means, they, that they means, say it to themselves. Yeah, they're, they're like, okay, our audience is expecting something bigger and dumber. Yeah. Because our, our audience is growing bigger and dumber. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I can just, for some reason, just zone out and just enjoy the entire two see, hours I, of see, it. See, you know what? Okay, what you just said right there. Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. I can just zone out I and just, just and just like I don't even text while I watch it. Like I don't even like surf yeah, the web. See, I'm like that watching basketball. No, there you go, man. See, the thing is, because yeah. like, basketball for me now is like it's not entertaining. It's not that entertaining anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, oh I, no! See, whereas this to me is entertaining. Yeah. Well. See, I, I can't watch. I can't sit down and watch like a like a regular season game. Mm-hmm. It's I'm like because it's inconsequential. I know who's gonna make the finals. Yep. So I'm like, what's the point of watching it? I mean, like a third of the season goes through. Yeah. And you already know who's gonna be in the finals. Yeah. Like no, even when this before the season begins. <laughs> no, I'm it's not true. Making, it's no, you're true. totally right. Yeah. It's like you before the season, you know that the Lakers are gonna like the Lakers and the Bucks or the Raptors mm-hmm. are gonna or the or the or the Sixers are gonna make the are gonna make the finals. That's all it is. That's it. Yeah. And you already know. So what's the point? You're of, not concerned. So what's the point of watching games? What's the point of watching the season? Mm-hmm. You're not gonna. You're not gonna see anything that you wouldn't catch on a highlight later. And somebody asks you, "Did you see that? Where were you when you saw that?" Yeah, you're the, gonna tell them. I was watching it on TV. Yeah, the best thing to do is to watch the 13 minute highlights exactly at nighttime and, and just ignore the scores. Man, uh, when when there were sports, the Jays in 30 became my favorite way to watch baseball. And not because I don't like baseball. I love baseball. Mm-hmm. I can do a four hour game. I can sit there and watch the entire thing. And I do sit and watch the entire thing. I'm one of those guys. Yeah. I like all that stuff, but after I got hooked on Jason 30 at night after work, I show up and just like watch Jason 30, 30 minutes to watch the entire game, all the highlights, all the stuff that I would have missed. And if there was something leading up to a great triple play or a double play or just a good steal or maybe a good at bat, I know that Buck Martinez is going to tell me what's going on. <laughs> like he'll sit there and give me that Buck Martinez voice. He'll tell me exactly what's happening. I'll enjoy that too. See, actually the one part I can watch uh, like an entire game easily uh, is uh, is hockey? Oh yeah, it's not hard. Hockey's it's not hard best. to watch hockey. Yep. Hockey is a it's a quick watch. Might have been me. I don't know I'm my my table. Oh, that's you. Your oh, no, that, was, that was Raji. Of course it was. Yeah. What's he got going on? Oh, it's, 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 it's the group chat. Oh, there you go. Uh yeah, man. I can just I can like hockey's fast. It's just it's a good fun game to watch. Because yeah, because hockey's like there's no. Um, I find in basketball there's like laziness. You know when you bring the ball up court. Uh, yeah. And then you try to run a half court or. Um, fast, fa- fast breaks are very like they're few and far between. Yeah, or two for few and far between. Defense is never like hardcore. Mm-hmm. No one plays really hard defense anymore. Um, yeah, but hockey is like go 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 go. Hockey yeah. is one of those rare sports where if you know nothing about hockey, like you know nothing about the strategy of mm-hmm. the game, like if you don't know what a cycle is, for you, example, you, you, right? just, you can jump into it. You can jump in and watch and and enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, like have, have you seen like online when people do reactions to uh to hockey and they've never seen hockey before? No, 
the look I've on their faces that. are like, what the fuck have I been missing? <laughs> what, well, my mom used to talk about when they came from Fiji. Mm-hmm. And uh, she goes like, because they, they used to watch skating like in school. They bring the the projectors out and play it on TV and they watch hockey and stuff. And they'd be like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Like, how are they just gliding on razor blades? Mm-hmm. Like, they couldn't understand it. Yeah. And she goes like, it was just like one of those things. They came from Fiji to Canada. They're like, we just became hockey fans. Yeah. Like, it was so... It was so different than what we've been used to watching that we could watch this and just get sucked in. And my dad, by then, was he'd been here for a while, mm-hmm. so he was already like a, a Leafs fan. So he was like, "This is this is what I watch. So this is what we'll be watching, right?" Yeah. But um, it is like when people haven't seen it before, it's so different than what they're used to watching. They get sucked into it. Oh yeah, like there was. I remember I was watching this. Uh, I was watching some like some Connor, Connor McDavid uh, video, and then. There's there's it was a reaction by a kid, by an Australian couple mm-hmm. and they're like we have to go to Canada and watch we have to watch a real game oh, and they're like I've never seen rad. anything like it before they goes like how could you fight with your on your skates yeah and they're like and the guy goes wait a minute you play this game at such a high speed yeah you could hit each other and if someone does something bad to you you're allowed to fight them you just get to fight you, them. and you can you can like get, get the stress relief off by by fighting someone who yeah. hits you you're like why doesn't every sport have that every sport should have it yeah. Not like football where, you know, some guy rams into you. Yeah. You grab the guard in his face mask and spin his head yeah, around. Yeah, or basketball. If you get into a fight, next thing you know you're on the front cover of Time magazine. So weird. Yeah. I like, guess the weirdest thing to me is, like, fights in basketball get you, like, some real heat. Yeah. Like, real legit well, ever, heat. Ever since the uh, the malice at the palace between oh, the Pistons yeah, and, the, and the Pacers. That's incredible. That, that, that was the greatest I mean, thing I've ever seen. Who, who was it on the uh, announce table? <laughs> like, on the Ron announce Artest. table. Yeah, he was just stretching. And then all of a sudden, he... Uh, some guy threw something at him. I think he might hit the wrong guy, and then I uh, think he did hit the wrong guy. Yeah. It's like a like a cup of water hits him. Yeah, and then like he went up and he, they, the guy said, "Why don't you come up here?" The, <laughs> he went up there. He went up there. The guy's like, "Will you come here?" Sir? And he's and like, then, "All right." Ron, Ron giant Artest, legs over the stands, and he beat the fuck. They beat, they the, shit they beat the shit out of everybody. That, I love that. I loved every second of it. If people don't know what we're talking about. Like, malice at the palace. Yeah, just Google, just go on YouTube and type yeah. in "malice at the palace" and then enjoy the next five yeah, minutes. Yeah, of video. just enjoy it. Like that is just so much yeah, fun to watch. For, for, like all the because like like they always talk about how fans like fans will always be like, "Yeah, man, you suck, man, you suck." In the yeah. parking lot, if you saw them, like, "Hey, man, can you just sign my t-shirt?" Yeah. So like, nice but, game, pretty boy. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, he spat on us. Yeah, and then like, but they like, yeah, they they uh-huh. went they went up there and the uh, those bas- th- those guys they threw down, man. They. Kick the shit. They, they beat up everybody. Down. I loved every second of it. Run our test. Imagine Ron Artest coming at you. He's not a small man. He's like 6'10". And yeah, like, he is not a small man. pounds. He is so ridiculously large that like you look I've at him it, on the field. He looks like a linebacker. Dude, like if you if you look at him like among everybody else, he's taller than most of the players. Yeah. But you can't grasp in basketball. Like when you saw Michael Jordan walking among like Scotty, Scotty Pippen and Rodman and Kurt and you're like, yeah, he's tall, but they're all kind of tall, so you can't really gauge it. Yeah. Ron Artest comes up, and you're like, he's big, but, like, is he that big? But then when he's next to you, and he's right next to you, yeah. you're like, this is his belt line. Is that is he going to make me suck his dick? Like, he's so fucking yeah, big. Yeah, yeah. and his, yeah, his shoulders are just like... He's massive, he's, dude. He's, he's built like a gorilla, like how, t- how strong he is. It's ridiculous. Who was, uh, what's his name, from the Hornets? <laughs> he was, like, the biggest guy for the longest time. Larry Johnson? Larry Johnson. Yeah. Larry Johnson. He didn't look that big. And then you realize how much thicker he was than everybody else. Yeah, he was only six foot four. That's yeah, he that. wasn't huge, man. But he had like a massive vertical. He could he could dunk like crazy. He was yeah. grandma. He and was he had gra- a neck. He was grandmama. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's right. And uh remember remember like he got into a fight with the Knicks were fight were fighting the uh I totally forgot what he was, do, I think he was, was doing. The Pacers? Now. I can't remember who they oh no, it was the Heat. No, it was the Heat. Yeah, it was Alonso, the Heat. Yeah, because Alonzo Morning was on that yeah, team. Yeah. 
And uh, I remember uh, he was trying to fight. Like Larry Johnson was trying to get it. <laughs> Nobody to, wanted to. And then he was trying to get get to Alonzo Mourning. But then all you see is Jeff Van Gundy, like his co- the coach. Yeah, yeah. He's on the ground. He's grabbing Holding Larry Johnson's leg. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's just like a child. I think it was at that point. That's when Van Gundy started losing his hair. He started going gray. It's probably the stress of holding onto Larry Johnson's yeah. leg and coaching the Knicks. <laughs> it probably coaching the Knicks will do it too. Yeah, and that was my era of basketball. Like after that, I kind of like walked like it was pretty much like post two thousand two ish when I walked away. But yeah, that era of basketball was just that actually, was my yeah, jam. Actually, man. the era, that that era like when between like ninety six and I think up to like two thousand was great because that's when uh, especially like because that's when like 2000s was ruled by Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Yeah, he he owned that entire decade. Yeah, yeah. Like that that was his. And uh it was so and like 2010 and above is like is, is like 2000 to 2000 like you could say it's like LeBron, Kevin Durant mm-hmm. and like you have Steph Curry. Those guys so the game is like It's definitely changing to that 90s style. It is well actually I would say it's more like it the scoring is going on but there's yeah. there's no the game is not as rough as, as it used well, to be. Well, it's not as rough as it was, but I, it feels like that. Remember when there was like a certain type of like every team had a guy, and every guy had like a like a like a like a feel to him. It's almost like when you look at Street Fighter. Like every every guy had his background, mm-hmm. and it was that guy's background. Mm-hmm. And he had a different character in that background looked weird. Yeah. In the nineties, it felt like every team had a guy, and that team fit that guy's look and feel. Yeah, that, no, that's right. You know what I mean? Yeah, because like the, the thing is, like, yeah, because no one. It wa- feels like that again, sort of, to in a way to me. I think the the difference now is that you'll have like guys on in the nineties, like they they wouldn't want to like team up with anybody. They're like, you know what, this is our team. We're gonna go kill your team, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now it's like all the guys are friends with each other. They'll try there to, is that. Yeah, they'll try for to, sure. They'll try to go on the same team and like, like when Durant switched over to, to the like, Golden State Warriors. Yeah, it really felt like he was welcomed with open arms by everybody. Yeah, and he had like a look to him. Everyone was like, yeah, it's Durant. We're yeah. not gonna get mad at this. We love this guy. Yeah, yeah. We're it, happy he's here. But it's, as soon as Durant went to the Golden State Warriors, like yeah. th- those two years were were a wash. They were. Well, I mean, the, the whole their, injury and everything. Everyone, shit. everyone knew they were gonna win everything. They were gonna win it all. And but like, did. you didn't feel that when Rodman came to the Bulls. Like when Rodman came to the Bulls, everybody's like, great. Yeah, you don't think it's fucking great. I know because everyone thought everyone saw, judged him on his behavior. But, yeah, but no one, ju- no one talked, to, no one thought about his talent. His talent, like I mean, rebound machine. Yeah, what did Pippen say? He's like, what, what was it like when when uh, he came to the team? They're like. He goes, how did he fit? And he's like, Pippen is like, Rodman? He's like, like a glove. Like a glove, man. Yeah, he's, he's ex- he said he's exactly what we needed. He's always what you need, man. Yeah. Dennis Rodman seemed like a psychopath, but that guy had a heart of gold. Yeah, and they they said it like they, when he he's like, I need to get, I need a break from this whole playoff thing, and then yeah. I need a break, and so he disappears, goes to goes to raw, goes to uh, WCW. Yeah. And then <laughs> becomes a wrestler. Yeah, and then he comes, beats up on like Hogan and Karl Malone. No, he was with Hogan. Yeah, yeah, he was with Hogan. It's Carl Malone that he was mad at. Yeah, and then he just uh, he comes back. To, he comes back. No rust comes back, and he plays like a goddamn animal. It's incredible, man. Because because the thing is, like, he just and the thing is, a lot of people don't like didn't know that because like the the documentary spoke for itself about Rodman. I still haven't seen it. He's he's incredible. Like he would say like. Uh, um, when he's because that's why he was so good at rebounding. He would study tape on like how these guys would shoot. He's like, mm-hmm. okay, when, uh, when, uh, when Magic when Magic Johnson would shoot, I know the kind of spin he puts on, puts on the ball. So yeah. when it hits the rim, I know it's gonna go in this direction. That's wild. And so he would see he'd be sitting there in the bench, just taking uh, uh, in the locker room, just watching tape and just taking notes. And he'd be like, okay, this people is how it's done. don't put enough thought into the brain of an of like a superstar athlete. Mm-hmm. Like everybody kind of thinks like, yeah, he's he's trash, he's good, he's this, he's that, whatever. But like when you think about that, 
Like he sits there and he watches all this tape, mm-hmm. like just out. And we're not talking YouTube, man. We're talking he takes the effort to put in a cassette in a VCR and sit there and watch yeah. crappy resolution tape. And yeah, and he's like, "Leave me alone. I just want, I'll do it. Myself. I just want to sit by myself and just make notes. Just learn. That, that's how I learn. Just learn. Like just learning. Like they're doing that to be better athletes. And everybody's kind of like, that guy's a bum. Yeah. That guy's garbage. Yeah, he's he, trash. Yeah, he wears makeup. He does dust, and like uh, he wears a dress and stuff like that. He's like, uh, no, he he want that's his version of being absolutely free and doing whatever the hell he exactly. wants. Exactly. Do Every, not see his statistics. Yeah. Do not look at the back of his yeah, card. He he is he, like he's the best at what he does. Yeah. Can, can you say that? Yeah. No. Can you say that? You're a guy who has like a nine to five desk job. Yeah. And you're gonna judge this guy on 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 his. Yeah. Are you the best at what you look. do? Are, yeah. Are you are you the best guy who kills ants? Yeah. Are you the best are you the best guy in the neighborhood who kills ants? If I need to call an ant guy, are you the guy? Are you gonna tell me how much of a bum Rodman is? Yeah. When guy, you come over here to kill ants? Yeah, the guy the guy who lives his life the way he wants to. Yeah. He's like look who can hang out with whoever he wants to and And not handed an opportunity. No. I mean, not a guy who just rolled up and how, was how he given to, a chance. How he got into basketball is like was like ridiculous. Was unbelievable. And like he just uh um he, pay, he played for like the dirtiest. He played for the, the bad boy Pistons, and then he he played like this guy played. This guy was picked by Michael Jordan to play. Yeah, he's like, we need this guy. This is the guy we want. Yeah, it's ridiculous, man. It's crazy. I I just don't. I I mean, again, this is one of those things I never I've never been able to understand when people trash on a pro athlete for not doing something at an elite level, elite er than what you expect them to do. Yeah, everyone's human, man. Everybody's human. But it's like when you think about like being a pro athlete, like being an Olympian, being whatever, when you're at that level, you are so far above what a normal human being can do. And somebody like trashes on that guy. That just, I never understand that. I don't know. I, I, yeah, because I, I, like I used to be a LeBron hater. Yeah. Now I don't care. I'm just like, ah, And whatever. it's cool not to like the guy. Yeah, I, it's like he's not, like, I would say this, he's not my favorite player. Like he doesn't, he, like mm-hmm. he doesn't, like my favorite, my favorite players are the ones who like I who play the game that I like, like yeah. who play the. I'm like that's why I like Kobe Bryant. He plays the game like, uh, like he was, uh, offense like smart. Like like LeBron James is as smart, if not smart. Like you know, he's one of the smartest guys who ever played the game, uh, like just for basketball IQ, um, but like uh, um, tenacious on defense. Just killer instinct. Just Yeah, like, like those those things, right? Those are things I, I'm like. That's what about yeah, yeah. that, like. That's what you should want to do, yeah. right? And the fact that I didn't see LeBron do that, mm. it's like uh, um, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, he's just not my favorite player. Like, yeah. he's not he's not even close. So, but the guys who play all out, yeah, um, uh, those are those people are my favorite. And that's totally cool, man. Yeah. It's cool not to like a guy for his style of play because it's not something that you would want to emulate. Yeah, because that, that's what it is. Yeah, right? like I like I like the Kobe Bryant's, the Russell Westbrooks. Yeah. Um I love. Steph Curry because I just love like because he's the most fun guy to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Kevin Durant because he's just like like unguardable. Uh, Steph Curry is wicked likable. Yeah, like as a human being. Mm-hmm. Have you seen him on that uh, that mini golf show that he's got put together? Oh yeah, he's like, hilarious. What a, I'm just a hilarious dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's one of those weirdly likable guys. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he looks like the the kid from the house in the burbs, Hans. Yeah, he does. I mean, he looks like the Slavic kid. Yeah. You're like I shouldn't like this guy at all. You know, when Kevin Durant first met Steph Curry when he was a, Steph Curry was a kid. Hmm. They went to a camp, and the Kevin Durant's like, "Yeah," he goes, "I didn't know that, who that kid was." Yeah, because yeah. I thought like, "Who's this white kid?" Who's, yeah. who's hanging out with this? <laughs> this little ginger kid? And he was sitting, he was sitting right next to Steph Curry. Steph Curry started laughing. <laughs> that's crazy, man. Yeah, man, there is so deep. Like even that's so deep. Like there were kids in a basketball camp together. It's like you you don't know you don't know who's gonna make it. And you all kind of know each other. Like that's that's where we're at now. Oh that's, yeah, like, that's it, kind of where we're at. All these NBA now. players now they they went to they went to uh, they all camps, went to these camps together. They went to camps together. Not like the nineties and the eighties, man. Yeah, Doctor J yeah. playing barefoot. 
glass field with a with a brick. Yeah, <laughs> a brick for a ball. Yeah, I was watching that high school uh, that game, and they, they had in a high school gym where um, it was a pickup game, and James Harden was there with Kobe Bryant, and they were playing against each other. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy Kimmel was talking to uh, to James Harden about. It. He's like, "Yeah, this is before uh, Kobe passed away," and he's saying like, "Yeah, Kobe." Uh, uh, goes he goes. Are you sad that Kobe's gone? And he's like, Yeah. He goes. We want Kobe. everyone wants Kobe in the league because he's 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 the greatest. He's yep. like he's uh he's a legend. Well, he elevates everybody when he's yeah, there. He makes he makes everyone better. Yeah. And then uh he goes. Well, we we played a pickup game in a high school gym, and he's like, How did that go? And he's like, How many points did you have? And he's like, Uh, I think I had like forty four. And he's like, Well, how many? How much did Kobe have? <laughs> he's like, Kobe had forty. Yeah. But he had the game winner on me. <laughs> <laughs> what a bummer. What a bummer. <laughs> It's like, what, what can he do? <laughs> <laughs> what can he do, man? He only had 40, but like 40? Well, he got the game winner on uh, his like, Yeah, and he hit the game. Like, yeah, fuck that guy. He walked right. And you see the game. He walked right up to him, jumped over him, and he, and he, and he dribbled and did that his fadeaway, and he hit the game winner. Insane. And he's like, that's, Just that's Kobe. What ridiculous talent. Yeah. I finally finished that book, The the Mama Mentality. Oh, you did? Man, that's a lot of book. Un- unbelievable book. I can imagine, man. That thing was just full of just like life lessons and basketball lessons and anecdotes. How he just, plays, yeah, it's crazy. It is. Um, it it was right up there in my mind with things like the Tao of Jeet Kune Do. Mm-hmm. It's one of those books that I think will will end up not defining him because you can't like his his career defined him. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those books where everybody's gonna look to be like, okay, well, like Enter the Dragon defined Bruce Lee, right? But the Tao of Jeet Kune Do. Even though he didn't really write it, the Tao Jeet Kune Do is the book that you take and you hold on to. That's like your book of five rings. Mm-hmm. That's your Sun Tzu, man. Like you're, that's the one you hold on to yeah. is that guy's thing. That book, Mamba Mentality, well, just a few, three or four pages I read mm-hmm. were just like, they were so easy to read and they they just made you feel like you were there learning a lesson during like a classroom session. Yeah, it's, it's like a, it was weird like that. It's an incredible book. I'll, I can give it, I'll give it to you. Yeah, I will definitely, I would love to read that. It had a cool feel to it and it's very rare that you read a book like that. I mean, like, you, you read a lot of great shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the, the Jerry Seinfeld book and whatever, but they don't leave you feeling like that. It's just like a fun thing to read. Whereas yeah. that mom, maybe because it was right after he died. You know, maybe that's why you felt like you were reading somebody else's words who just had an impact and just passed. It was like a like an important piece of yeah. thing to to get your hands on, mm-hmm. but like it just felt really like genuine. Like it was a genuine read. Yeah, it's yeah. uh yeah, it's a it's a great great book. Uh, he just uh, fucking loves things like that. Mm-hmm. Unreal yeah. book, yeah. Yeah, we'll give that a go. Uh, what else we got over here, pal? On our uh, list of stuff, not to end on a note, like you know, Kobe Bryant's dead, but like you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I was watching. Uh, I was watching. I was reading Reddit. <laughs> I was reading Reddit today. <laughs> I don't want to end on a t- Kobe Bryant's dead. <laughs> Fucking sucks. Plowing ahead. <laughs> plowing ahead. That's the, I need you to do that plowing ahead thing every now and then. Um, I was reading. I was reading Reddit today, and there was this. There was a caption. I don't. I don't know. Usually, like I kind of I've got the things that I like, and I don't really go into a whole lot of the other crap that's on there. Mm-hmm. But this one was a, a guy wrote the caption. Um, when my dog eats things that he shouldn't be eating, or something along those lines. And the video I expect to be a dog. It's just three kids at a party. There's a bunch of kids around him. And this one dude, clearly drunk, is like partying, like rocking out for the camera. He notices the camera on him. He's like rocking, rocking, rocking. So he reaches over and grabs something, takes a bite out of it. And his buddies are on him right away, like right away. One has got the hand on the throat. One's got his fingers in his mouth. They're trying to pull this thing out of his mouth. And you realize the kid is wasted. And he just grabbed a chicken breast and taken a bite out of raw chicken. Oh, I mean, they saved his life, man. Though at least his next this next hour, they definitely saved the next hour of his life. Mm-hmm. But the caption that got me is: "There's always one dude at the party 
that all the friends have to keep from dying. Yeah. There's always that one guy who's like, he's going to do at every party, he's going to do something that all of his friends are going to be like, I'm surprised that Todd's not dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we, yeah, we all have that friend. We all have that guy. We've all got that guy. We, we talked about our, our buddies who try to jump over Jeeps. Yeah. Yeah. Jump. You know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are. Not that we ever had to keep you from dying, but you've done things where I've really been concerned, pal. Yeah. I love you, but... Uh, but please, uh, we're, we're here to keep We're here to keep you safe. We're here to keep you guys safe. Uh, why do riot police get up so early? Why to beat the crowd? Um, a oh. dude. <laughs> oh, a dude is Ouch. on the front lines telling jokes to uh, to cops mm-hmm. on the front lines. He's just walking by the camera and telling jokes to all these cops. And he goes up to these probably like three or four cops. So the camera's on one, mm-hmm. and you can tell there's another dude there, and he tells that joke. He's like, why do riot cops get up so early? The, the cop is not giving him the time of day. So he says it again. The cop is finally like, why? Why do riot cops get up so early? The guy gives him the punchline to beat the crowds. And then he look over and like none of the white cops are laughing, but one of the one black cop is losing shit. <laughs> he's, just, he's laughing so hard. And it's like a like a genuine from the belly laugh. Mm-hmm. I really, I really that enjoy good. that. That's a so good one. thank you today, Reddit, for all of that. And then um, do you know that Mama June went to jail? No. Yeah, honey boo boo, Mama June. Like a year ago. I thought she lost, didn't she lose, just lose a lot of weight or something? She did. And apparently it's because she was doing $2,500 worth of meth a day with her pedophile boyfriend. Like legitimately, the guy's like going to jail for like diddling kids. But um, I think that was the guy she was with. But $2,500 of meth a day. That was the, the cop said it was like 25 grams a day of what? meth. Her insides must be fucking rotten, like, right? Yeah, I think she lost a bunch of teeth and all that. Like she went through the whole like meth face. Oh yeah, she has the she has the mouth of Arnold Schwarzenegger right now. Yeah. It's brutal. Yeah, I mean it is just like, but instead of the you know, I could put this between my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> that was the. Uh, did you ever? Like I've got something to go back to here, but did you ever see that um, the Animaniacs when it's uh, what's her name? You think the song is about you? What's her name? Oh, uh, I can't remember her name, but the song about Mick Jagger. Being a dick. I think it's about Mick Jagger. Yeah, yeah. I know. Carly, yeah. Carly, Carly, Carly Simon? Carly Simon, right? I think it is, yeah. But it was like a Yakko joke. Mm-hmm. When somebody pulls like a rope out of a bag, it's like, what is this? And I think Yakko's like, Carly Simon's dental floss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, really? You're taking a shot at her looks, you fucking cartoon? <laughs> so weird. But this, uh, the meth thing, the Mama June meth thing reminded me, and I was talking to our buddy, the Kiwi, about this as well, but we were at the casino one time that I worked at, the uh, casino years ago. We had a guy working the front door. This girl comes in, and I'm looking at her from like quite a distance, and she's clearly not right. The way the way you can tell is, let's just say she was on meth. You could tell she's on meth. Her yeah. face didn't look right. But she wasn't acting normal. Like the way she acted, like she came in, the way she kind of leaned against the counter was like a dead slump. Like you know when somebody just like lets go muppet and it lands a certain way that looks like it's resting, but it's not. Yeah, it's 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 flaccid. It's flaccid. She had like a flaccid flop on the counter. Yeah. She reached over, like, can I use the phone? So my guy's like, yeah, or whatever, sure, whatever. Goes around the counter and he picks up the phone. It's one of those bricks the size of the clipboard. Mm-hmm. And he like hands it to her. He's like, hey, local calls only, right? <laughs> Here you go, lady. Uh-huh. She takes the phone and like without missing a second, she just winds up and smashes him in the face of it. Just like, uh... just nails him. We all run out and grab her. And I mean, she's 80 pounds if she's lucky. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, she's methed out and she's been doing meth for a while. Mm-hmm. So I'm giving her probably 20. Mm-hmm. And she was like a black belt. Like a jujitsu, Gracie trained black belt. You could not keep this girl down from the mess she was on. Mm-hmm. It was just like, that's what it does to you. Oh, she yeah. fired up and then, like, out. Like, she was just out. She fought herself into being out. Yep. Because meth there's, there's, there's nothing else to burn. Nothing else to burn, man. Like, meth ball 
fuck you up. Oh yeah, it is hard on you. I actually, you know what? I saw this um, uh, kind of unrelated, but uh, I was watching this uh, on Facebook. I was just there was these things about like yo, there's there's it, Facebook is it's inundated with like all these examples of like racism and stuff now. Oh, right? of course. There was one where like this guy's videotaping someone, and this this old white guy, he's on his phone, and, they, and he's like, uh, you could hear the guy go. Um, who's recording the, the the white guy, the old white guy? And he goes, he goes, what the fuck did you just call me? And he's like, I called you a packy. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and he's like, he goes, say it again. He's like, why why'd you call me a packy? And he's like, cause you're a packy. He's like, that, that, he's from this is in London, and the guy's like, I can't believe you just called me that. He's like, oh, I called you again. He's like, you're a packy. He goes, get away from me, right? Yeah, yeah. And then all you hear is like, the guy go, what the hell is wrong with this guy? Then all of a sudden, wind up. Boom! Hits the old guy, sends him flying. Oh, see, that's not the response you should have. That's what a lot of people said. Yeah, I mean, yeah. look, if you don't like him, you don't like him. If he calls you a name, he's a racist. But yeah. don't don't smack some yeah, old guy, dude because he's a racist. Yeah, he kept saying it, and then the guy, then the guy goes, "Ugh," uh. and then he just winds up, and then the, the phone goes, goes. All you see is the <laughs> his phone go on the ground. But then when a cat, when it, when it goes back into in, into like view, yeah. you can see the you can see that guy, just the old white guy. He's just like he's ten feet away, just on the ground, just rumble, just <laughs> rolling, t- rolling. Oh, it's brutal, man. Just, yeah. Just socks the guy. Oh, you, sh- you shouldn't do that to anybody. Bro. Yeah. That doesn't help your cause, man. I mean, no. yeah, he's a racist and you might get mad about it, but you're not helping any cause. Yeah, you, you, you videotaped him. Yeah. You could, I think it's, you can call the police. You can say this is a hate crime. But, uh, but you shamed him. You got him on camera. You got his face on camera. Exactly. But no, that, that, that doesn't. Job done. Yeah. You didn't make him less racist. You just, no, man. You, all you did is like, uh, yeah, well, there's another guy who hates white brown people. Well, it's like that dude who smashed the chick on the bike with the bike lock. Yeah. yeah, he's just walking around the street. That was, I think I was here in Canada somewhere. Mm-hmm. And he's just walking around, and then he's standing there, and this girl is the girl. It's a lady, uh, like not old lady. She must be in the late 30s, early 40s. Mm-hmm. But she's making comments about like abortion or something. Yeah. And the guy's like, what did you say? And she's like, blah, 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 blah. he's like, oh, really? Or she was like pro-Jordan Peterson, something stupid. And he just kind of like looks at her, and then he winds up and just smashes her in the face of the bike lock. Like, well, what are you doing, man? I mean, you're not helping the cause. No, you're, you're not. not. And I think the guy was like, he was something. Like, he had a like a pretty highfalutin desk job with some company. He, like, lost his job and all that shit. But it's like, you're not, like, you might not like her politics. Yeah. And she might be on the wrong side of an argument that maybe everybody else, like, the majority of people are on one side of. Yeah. That could be That could be her viewpoint. But you don't smash the bike lock. You shame her, maybe. Yeah. Call her an idiot. Get her on camera. Walk away. Yeah. I don't know. I think you, uh, um... You kind of you kind of hope that people will try to kill it with kindness. That's like, the hope. That's the hope. You'd be like, if someone yeah. called me, like, call me, I'd be like, and knuckle dusters with the word kindness on it. Yeah, exactly. I'd be like, you know what? Uh, don't do that. I'd be like, you know what? Uh, you're 65 years old. You just call me a packy. I'm in my physical prime. I could probably, I could uh, right now, I could knock you out. Yeah. But uh, you know what? Um, I don't want to do that. I just hope, like, you know what? Um, that's a very racist thing to say. And I hope yeah. that you. Uh, th- you don't do that anymore because that's actually a bad thing. That's a bad way to think. Yeah, man. And I just mean, walk away and be like, you know what? That's that's the end of my story. Yeah, just tell them you're on the wrong side of history, pal. I'll yeah. see you yeah, later, like, princess. Yeah, walk like, away. Yeah, like, like people with your mindset are are the ones who are going to be, be like lost in society. So yeah, I, I would recommend changing your tone. Don't fight, man. No, violence, don't fight. Violence doesn't solve anything. Violence doesn't solve anything. If he doesn't hit you, you have no reason to hit him. If he mm. calls you a name that you makes you feel bad, well, you just know that he's part of a dying breed Can and I, he's scared. Yeah, because if, if you hit an, an older guy. Uh, and someone called it, it. Let's see if that. Let's see if someone called you. Let's say I was white and I called someone a like someone a packy, and that and I'm 65 mm-hmm. and I got hit and I got knocked out. I go home. I tell my son. Yeah. I tell my wife. I tell their grandkids. I'm like, yeah, yeah, this person. You're breeding hate. You're breeding hate. You're breeding hate as somebody who got called a name at, from somebody who's hateful. Yeah. 
a racist called you something hateful, you smacked him, and you you turned that hate concrete. Yep. It might have been malleable. Mm-hmm. Malleable. <laughs> malleable. It was maybe liquid, and then you made it concrete. Yep. In so, multiple people. Mm-hmm. Oh, that packy hit you in the face. Yep. Well, packies be packy. Yeah, you just you just spawned seven more, possibly seven more uh, racist people. Exactly. Yep. So I mean, yeah, I've been called every name in the book, man, and I mean, it's rare rare that they get a lot out of me outside of a like a snide remark like a, a something and usually like the few times when it's like you know something physical happens is because there's an attack that's happening yeah like you'd be, you'd be amazed at what you can get away with with just a with a, a witty comeback a witty comeback crushes and, people yeah, man and just and just like say like like you don't have to say much to be threatening i knew a guy one time and this is really bad this is what he said back was really bad even though the comment towards him was hateful but it was you could tell the dude who said it to him, um, and it wasn't necessarily like a, like a, like a race. I'm not gonna get into exactly what it was because I don't want to like people kind of know him. Um, the comment towards him wasn't necessarily like super super racist, but it was enough to get a remark back from him. And all he said to this dude was, "Well, why don't you go fucking kill yourself?" And he walked away. And I was like, "Oh my god, that dude might like that dude might kill himself." Yeah, you gotta be careful. You gotta be careful, say, dude. Who you say that too? I know like, what he said was kind of like borderline. Like at the very least, it was really ignorant. But like the comment itself could have been construed as racist. Yeah. But I don't think, like I don't think his intention necessarily was to be like in your face racist. Mm-hmm. But the comment back is, "Why? Well, why don't you fucking kill yourself?" And it was said in such a like smart alecky way. Like definitive, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh my god, dude! I think that guy might just go kill himself." Yeah, it's, I think we could save this one, and I don't think you just saved him. I think you made him kill himself. Well, we always we always say that best revenge is living well. Exactly, man. Best so it is. It's tough. It's if you feel like somebody's being a real piece of shit mm-hmm. and they're being really racist. Yeah, especially in the current climate, mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. The best revenge is living well. Yeah, laugh it off and be like, "Man, you, you know what? <laughs> laugh you're, it you're, off." Just be like, be like, "You know what? You're a fucking idiot." Yeah, Holy, you're an idiot. You're, you're, I'm not gonna let you, bo- I'm not gonna let you get to me and like yeah. ruin my day. Like, fuck off. Like, you know, I don't need exactly. you in my life. I don't need you. Yeah. I don't need, and in fact, that could very well get the response that you wanted. Oh, yeah. Like, I did it once when, like, when I was uh, in Vancouver, I was on this, I was on the SkyTrain mm-hmm. and this lady was getting on. I, did, I didn't, I didn't notice, but I, I elbowed her in the, in the chest. Mm-hmm. Oh, by, by accident, right? By was, accident. Yeah, because the, the train, but kept deep contact. And then she looked at me, she's like, oh, she's like, you're elbowing me in the, in the breast. I was like, uh, I was like, what? What? And I said, "Yeah, you." I mean, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, there's no rumor on here. I'm like, if I did it by accident, I'm sorry. She's like, she's like, you're not sorry. You just want to, get, you want to cop a feel. I was like, <laughs> and everyone around, everyone around her is like, "Ah, oh, lady, calm down." <laughs> you trick ass bitch. Yeah, I, I, said, I, said, I said, first of all, calm down, okay? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, please calm down. Yeah. Okay. I did, I did not do anything to hurt you. But and second of all, don't flatter yourself. <laughs> oh, cold. That's yeah. pr- that's ice cold. Yeah. I said, don't flatter <laughs> yourself. Don't flatter yourself. Okay. And then then I got then I got off and I was yeah. like, enough. Wait, you got off or you got off the train? Oh, uh, I, got, I got off. I got off later nice. because that, that's, the, that's the most action I got, I got in, in, the, in, in, in some time. Last two years, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Pancake titty ass bitch. Yep. <laughs> Get out of here. Oh, she was yeah, she was brown. She's just later with like an older lady too. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> shut up, you psychopath. Yeah. Uh, I think Indian, that's uh, Indian bitch. That's kind of it. Oh, I was making fun of that union cop guy. Oh, Spanish yeah. guy showing it. My badge does <laughs> fucking sip wicks. <laughs> Going out. I mean, look, if that guy had said something like uh, that, uh, Derek Chauvin. You know, if he was, if he's aiming it to him, it's like you know what, you're you're a shitty cop. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna let your shitty deeds make everybody else look at me like a bad guy. Yeah, when I know I'm a good guy. Yeah. If he had said something like that, I'd have been like, 
Good for him. Yeah. You know what? He was putting the anger in the right place. But instead, like uh, somebody else put it best. I can't remember where I read it, but somebody put it like, that's. he sounds like one of those abusive husbands who's got abusive husband friends who got busted. Yeah. But now he's standing up for himself because he knows he's abusive. Yeah. But if he thinks that if I say it like this, they'll think I'm not abusive. Yeah. So this is how I'm going to says it. I bet you, yeah, I says it. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he might have rehearsed it like 20 times and oh. that was the that was the best he got. I think he definitely rehearsed that. My badge is still got a shine on it. It's a shine on it. My my shiny badge yeah. is still got a shine on it. Shine. It's not covered in blood yeah, no right kidding. now, but if I see one black guy look at me crossways. No kidding. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send him to the bottom <laughs> of the subway in New York. Me and my friends are going to push him from a fucking train. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, we're going to send him on the E train in New York to send it down to Brooklyn. He just sounded so crybabyish. Yeah. Like, it sounded so rough. And again, like, that's, you're not helping anything. No, just. You're um, not helping anything. Just be kind. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Don't be an asshole. Peaceful. Yeah, just protest peacefully. Yeah. And get your word out. And don't uh, and don't look for anybody else. To, like for for celebrities, just do you know what? Trust yourselves. <laughs> yeah, because celebrities are not the, batting a hundred. Yeah, yeah a the, street, the street the streets are uh, the street, the streets are your uh, that's your fortress. Yeah, especially Protect if you're in it. Seattle. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Literally. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like they fortified some like five city blocks and they own that shit. Yeah. So um, uh, I don't know who's doing it. But I just kind of I glanced at it today where it was like five city blocks, some shit like that. Mm-hmm. I think they, they own City Hall. Like they, they just came down and took all that street and they own it. They need to get Phoenix Jones out there and bust some heads. Yeah. The other, I don't know. Like 2020 is like half over. And uh, it's been the worst half of any year we've lived through. Easily the worst half. Like granted, like there was there was some, you know, like the Dragon Crew was a, was a one shining, shining light. But like. Pretty much. That's. That, SpaceX. Just barely saved a day. A day. Mm-hmm. They saved a day. Yeah, it's uh, but uh, twenty twenty is the first half is like it's the yeah, it's the worst half of a year in history. It's been rough. It and sucks. the worst part about the worst part about in recent the, memory, I in say. recent memory about about a, an anecdote that was good. Like SpaceX was so great, mm-hmm. and then somebody else made the comment. It's like the amount of time SpaceX was in the air was the same amount of, that we were waiting for second stage was the same amount of time that cop is. Yeah. Knee on George Floyd's neck. Yeah. It's like, that's... Like, why do things have to also be gross? Yeah. Like, why does somebody have to be like, that's all... Like, it already sucks. Yeah. The situation already sucks. Yeah. We had one moment that was really good. Yeah. It made you feel good. And you're like, hey, just so you know, the amount of time that we were happy, yeah. nobody was dead in an aircraft, yeah. going to space, same amount of time that guy killed a guy. Mm-hmm. That murderer murdered a guy in the same amount of time. Yep. Yeah. Like, well, that's now. that's all I think about now. Yeah. Thanks, it, Dick. Thanks. Yeah. But also thank you because that is relevant information. Yeah. It's weird that um yeah, it was, it's just sad that he was yelling out for his mom. Fuck who was man. already who was already dead. That's well, that's so awful. Yeah. That's so awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole situation is just so gross. Like it is it is just a perfect example of the worst part of humanity in a person. Yeah, I know. Like it's the worst thing a human being can do could possibly do. Is with no empathy, with no sympathy, with no care about the well-being of somebody else who is prone and not a threat, just yeah. decides to crush them. Yeah, it's not good to joke physically. about it. Like to do those, like you know, people like are joking about putting on YouTube videos about putting a knee on someone's throat. And there's like there's racist people who are, who are doing that. And oh yeah, that's their own protest. They're like, yeah, white power. No, a FedEx guy. Yeah, the FedEx guy. Yeah, what the hell, man? Well, he got fired. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, the union threw that guy out. All the other people, like they're they're on camera now. Yeah, they find out who they are, and they're like, "Yeah, these companies like we don't stand for this shit." They, Kick rocks, man. Yeah, they they uh they fired all those people. Good, 
Because that's just that's just like of, yeah, and good luck finding another job in this and this economy. Yeah, man, in this economy or in this social climate. Yeah, because that's just like you deserve to be jobless if yeah. that's the kind of thing that you're going to do. Exactly. So, um, oh, it's so gross. Like, I mean, it is just again, it, and it is the thing that makes us finally, hopefully, makes society as a whole finally realize how awful the situation has been for so long. I don't think this. Yeah, this this this. This uh, quote unquote systemic racism, it's not going anywhere. Oh, I have, I, I'm super skeptical that it's, it's ever going to go it's away. It's never going to, because the thing is, it, 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 all these guy people are popping up now. As soon as you have this Black Lives Matter uh, movement, yep. there's always well, the all be, lives matter guys yeah, crawl out. Yeah, they're going to have all these people who are just like, oh, not even just all lives matter, but it's like the, the anti black matter is going to come out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you can you can definitely see it happening. I mean, that's the fear about November, right? The mm-hmm. second November rolls around, everybody's going to be like, you know what? This is what we're going to do. We're going to make sure that we oppress the shit out of everybody. We suppress voting. We make sure he doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. And then we gloat. We gloat about it. Yeah. And it's going to be like a, an empowerment. Like it's going to, it's going to uh, make everybody who already feels like if, if Trump wins again, it's going to just make all these people who have no sympathy and no empathy even more entitled. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be disgusting. Oh, yeah. The I don't know if Biden's the guy. Oh, I do not think he's the guy. No, I don't think he's the guy. But uh, it says, people say Biden is ahead. He's ahead of Trump in like by 15 points, whatever mm-hmm. it is, right? If that even means anything. If it, if it means anything. Like, right? who, who makes that poll? Yeah. So Wall like, Street Journal? Yeah. So I think this matter. Or Washington Post? I, I think the, the Democratic Party is ahead of, uh, of of Trump by 15 points. But like. But so even like, then, who makes that poll? Well, I guess what I'm saying is that yeah. they, they, I don't know. I, I just don't think that they, that he should be their guy. No, he's a, it's a, it's an odd one. But then again, if he does, is he going to be just like a, um, uh, like a, not a puppet president, but is he just like a, a president by committee? It's like he's there. He's the president. He's the guy who beat Trump. He's in. Yeah, like the, the like Trump right now is not fit for office. No, but like, but I, I would. But he say, has a committee. But he has a committee, right? So, but Trump has proven that you don't need that. You you need a figurehead. You don't need you don't need a, because uh, uh, Biden. I'm pretty sure Biden can do what Trump is doing. Hundred percent. So like, so like that's why I have no problem with him being president again. Yeah. Uh, so again, sorry, or in the office, in the office, right? So like, if, if if Donald Trump, who has no idea what he's doing and pretty much does nothing, yeah, he just signs things, uh, and he's not like there for anybody. He doesn't like show up to like certain mm-hmm. things. Everything he does is for himself. So, Donald like, Trump has okay. I've I've always said this thing. I I I think this is like along your point, along the lines of your point. He's never done anything. In business or as a president, that gave to anything, gave anything tangible to somebody, or improved anybody's. Who benefited something uh, himself, other people besides himself. Besides himself, well, himself or people who uh, um, that he wants to. Benefit. That he wants to. He wanted. He wants to benefit certain, like you know, cronyism. Right? Cronies, like uh, other businesses like, that he, that will eventually be. Uh, there for him when he leaves office. Yeah, like Democrats are, are guilty of the same thing. Right? Absolutely, the, their parties are ruled by the by the big banks, by the big businesses as well. Hundred percent. Right? So like, I don't know. There's just uh, but, but I, Biden isn't. But I, I mean, you but Biden is. You know what I mean? It's like I don't think I generally don't think as a human being. Oh, you know, he's not enslaved to these people. Yeah, that he's thinking about like how can I make life better for, for me? Yeah, Biden's. I don't think Biden is not like the selfish person that uh, person that uh, that the Trump, Trump is. I think he wants to be more of a, you know, like a, like a people's president, whereas like a well, non-authoritarian, like exactly, Trump, like, like, pres- like Trump wants to be. Well, I mean, like a, a great example as I was talking about with my mom, with my mom about um, the, the Obama painting, the portrait, right? How for the first time in a presidency, 
you're not going to have a president come in and have his portrait revealed mm-hmm. because you can't trust Trump. Mm-hmm. Because like when it happens, he'll be like, "Look at how awesome it is! I let you have your portrait in here. Mm-hmm. Look how great it is! It's a, it's a portrait. It's not the portrait I would want, but it's a it's a portrait. It is a painting. Doesn't really look like you, but isn't it nice? Isn't it nice?" That I allowed you to have this in the White House. Yeah. That I let this come up there. Like, that's the way he would do it. Like, even Bush and Obama. Obama's like, hey, that's a nice picture. That's a great painting. Yeah. Awesome, man. Good for you. Yeah. This is your day. Have it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, love him, hate him, whatever he was for you, for me, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. That's his portrait. Yeah. You should respect it. Mm-hmm. That was the, the general feel that yeah. you got. Because it wasn't just about, like, uh, but like you, Trump you, makes it all about him. No, yeah, because, like, they, they don't, they, you can disagree on politics, yeah. but, you, but you can be civil to each other and be like, cordial because we're both human beings yeah and we but the thing is we respect you both respected the office exactly and we did our we did it uh, our each different way different ways yeah and he'll he'll like he won't even acknowledge that like like obama wouldn't acknowledge that obama wouldn't be like and he didn't he wasn't like you know your presidency and my presidency were different (laughs) and then the obama was was different Mm -hmm. you did your way did my way it's great but my way is better whatever whatever like he wouldn't do that no he just let you have your moment Mm -hmm. it's like uh (laughs) like okay great example right You've got The Rock. He's the people's champ. Mm-hmm. He fights Hulk Hogan, who was everybody's favorite. The Rock wins that match. Like all wrestlers do, the guy who's retiring goes out on a shield. The Rock leaves Hogan the ring, and he yeah. walks out, and the crowd cheers for Hogan. Yep, that's what you're supposed Love to do. Love him or hate him, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. That's what The Rock did. It's what everybody did. Hogan did it. Andre did it for Hogan. Mm-hmm. Everybody does it for the last guy going out. Yep. And you leave him the ring, and you walk out, and you let him have his moment. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if that were Trump, he'd be like, no, it's my ring. You yeah. go. You lost. I'm the better. You're the loser. Mm-hmm. Like, he would do that because that's what he does. Oh, yeah. Like, the thing is, too, is that I don't, under, like, I don't, like, I don't care about Trump anymore. Uh, <laughs> I mean, how I, can you care? I, I don't care what he does. Like, even, like, saying, like, yo, he's got, he does all these, every day it's a new thing that he does, right? Yeah. I'm just like, I'm like, you just unsubscribe to it. Just be like, you know what? This is just, yeah, it's another one. Who cares? <laughs> it's, it's something else I've seen he this did. show before. I will say my, uh, like, watching all the stuff about him that is... Like, just like, is he's cartoonish now. Mm-hmm. It is getting me, like, I think my impression is getting better. I think my Trump impression is getting, like, m- like significantly better than it was, like, a year ago, two mm-hmm. years ago. I'm putting more effort into doing it. Actually, you know who has a really bad impersonation of huh. him is, uh, is Stephen Colbert. Yeah, he's pretty rough. Yeah. Because it doesn't sound anything like him. No, it's, 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 a ham, it's a total hammed up version of him. Yeah, it's, that's the problem. You can't ham it up. It's got to be just in the right place. Seth Myers is actually Seth Myers is actually pretty good. <laughs> Seth Myers is really good because yeah. it's grading. Yeah, like he does it right. Yeah. He kind of he kind of nails in the right uh, place. I I'm, don't know what's going on like, here, um, but it's happening. It's happening. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting dumber and give me some uh, KFC. Possibly I'm going to fold my arms and sit here and eat some chicken. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I'm getting the voice right, but I think I got the cadence down. I think I have. Yeah, it I done think you now. do. I think it's pretty good. I, I don't have one. Mine is. Try it. Um, let's see That's here. good. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see here. <laughs> we will be pushing the biggest uh, tax break in corporate America, and uh, uh, people will be like uh, uh, Melania and uh, Baron. They'll be so proud. It's the biggest tax break ever. Is it tremendous? It's tremendous. It's beautiful. We'll never see anything like it again. And uh, it's pretty good. I got nothing. <laughs> it's getting there. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's all right. <laughs> I think you have to break down the syllables between words, Melania. Because <laughs> like, you I gotta make it cartoonish, right? I, I, I can't talk like I can't talk that retarded. Uh, it's it's very difficult. It makes you dumber when you say it. Yeah, seriously, I, th- I think I'd be losing like I'm losing brain cells just trying it. Yeah, I think that's your show, pal. Well, yeah. Uh, do we go on a high note? We went on a low note. 
we went out on a note where we we're attacking somebody for being an idiot. Yes. Yeah. I think that's what we did. We uh we trashed them a little bit at the end. Yeah. We said we wouldn't do it. But but it has to be done. It's uh, that that motherfucker's everywhere. <laughs> oh, the music has been on for some time. <laughs> I think uh, I think we're done. Peace out.